You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Let's roll. Game Time Decisions Radio, Red Heat and Rage. I am Rage, Gabriel Morenzi, so alongside the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. As we're back, back in the saddle. Another week, the final four uh, week. The final four is set. Sister Jean rolls her way <laughs> into San Antonio, Texas. Hallelujah. Michigan opened up as hey. six, six and a half point favorites. It's been bet down to five. People believe in God, Gabe. You know, I do believe in God. Therefore, I should have been riding this Loyola Chicago wave, uh, yet I'm 0-4 right now. I was on Kansas State. Did you think Kansas State? I'm an idiot, too. God has been good to me. Well, I, I had no first, choice. Yeah, I, I don't know. How did... three games, why did I get off? I, like, we don't even take our own advice. That's the best thing about our show. I'm like, yeah, when you're playing what the hot numbers yeah. at roulette, no, blackjack, keep the train rolling. Here's Cam. Well, you know, Kansas State's got a pretty good defense. So, yeah, they got yeah, they, killed. They, they, they got yeah. Right away, like two Dude, minutes oh, in, you knew I'm buddy, on the wrong side. I, was, no, <laughs> I looked and I go, I, Leo, is going to kill these guys. It was absolutely brutal. What yeah, and do? the thing is, too, I'm a conspiracy theorist. That yeah. I'm thinking, all right, they just announced they made Sister Jean bobbleheads. Like, guys, yeah. if they, their Sister Jean's not going to the Final Four. Good point. More revenues. Now, Sister Jean and Loyola Chicago into the Final Four, where they take on my Michigan Wolverines. Uh, Michigan, a great run. Of course, winning the Big Ten Conference uh, Tournament uh, Championship, rolling in to March uh, Madness, getting it done. Uh, setting up a final four setting. I think it's a bad matchup, actually, for Loyola, Chicago. You know, you look at the teams that Loyola, Chicago played, Cam. Miami, Miami. Hurricanes. No point guard. No. Rock heads. You know, their leading scorer is out. Um, you know, they had raw guys. Tennessee, Same thing. not good ball handlers. Raw kids. Nevada are just a Mountain West team. They're all right. But they're that, was just, their, that was their toughest game. Well, actually, no, they've had three tough games. So. Yeah, other they're, than the they're K-State all tough. Game. Other than the K-State game. And the K-State game. Who did they play? They played uh, Miami, Tennessee, Tennessee K-State, State, Nevada. Exactly. That's right. All right. Correct. So those four teams. This is the most fundamentally sound team in Michigan they're going to play. Like, I swear to God, Kemp. And K-State are good defensively, actually. They just couldn't score. But you notice, Loyola Chicago, it's like watching that TV show, The White Shadow, which was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Great show. But The White Shadow, it's like they're playing YMCA ball, and it's like Nevada had never seen a freaking pick and roll before. It's like, hey, guys, it's not rocket science what they're doing here. It's called a pick and roll. And, like, three and four Nevada kids would just be confused. We've never seen anyone do this because they play in the Mountain West where everyone's just bombing threes all the time. They dominate no, on the boards, too. Yeah. The, the big white guy in the middle was taking boards yeah, so down they, hard. Lots of 34 They play fundamental basketball, but that's Michigan's wheelhouse. I know. We John play B-line. fundamental basketball. That's Johnny B style. We know pick and rolls. We run pick and rolls. Well, like, you, you know, you're not doing anything to Michigan that Michigan or any other and Big Ten team hasn't seen before. You know, Gabe, they, Michigan shoots the rock a hell of a lot better than Loyola Oh, and, and that's a good point. The only good shooting team that they took on was Nevada. Exactly, and that was a tight And even game. Nevada is sort of a two-man operation. They're streaky. You know, with the Martin kid, yeah. uh, one of the brothers scoring 18, the other one 14 a game. But, yeah, Michigan are, are diverse. Their portfolio, they're balanced. 
you know, that's that's why Michigan are so dangerous on a nightly basis. Different guys can beat you. Jordan Poole was the one that saved them with the big shot. Uh, Mo Wagner's been good, but not great. Yep. Uh, Rockmon stepped up the other I night. Like yep. Yeah, Rockmon's been there a while. Well, Xavier Simpson reminds me of a mini Kyle Lowry. They're a complete team, the Michigan Wolverines, and... You know, it's the one. Um, we're, we're glad we got our laptop back, Cam. But one thing I didn't do, I didn't get my stupid bracket in, and one of the ones that I actually paid for. And with all the chaos, I have Michigan and Villanova in the final, and I had Kansas making it this far. One of the few people that actually believed in the Kansas Jayhawks, and I cashed that ticket plus one fifty-five yesterday. So you're telling me if you entered some pools, you'd be in a good situation to it's win a little money and hedge. Yeah, it's very frustrating. It's a little frustrating, but that's what happens. I lost the computer. I got it back. There had to be a downfall. Uh, to, to me leaving a computer uh, on, on, on a plane. Airplane. Yeah, it is, it is what it is. Good news, no one stole it. But uh, so, listen, I do think Michigan's going to beat Loyola Chicago, and I think Villanova's going to beat Kansas, though Kansas could beat Villanova. I think Kansas can beat Villanova, too. I think, and when you Not look, your typical Kansas team. No, you call, you, no, and I'll give you credit for that, because I always said, hey, remember the Northern Iowa team? Every time nah. they're, they're different now. This team looks a little more street. They look a little bit meaner. They're not as fragile. And I'll tell you one thing. That Duke-Kansas game, we watched all the games since we've been in Vegas, that game looked like a pro game compared to the rest of the team. That game was beautiful. So executed, great It was a high moves. level of it basketball. It was high level, and it was beautiful stuff. And, and Duke very Duke easily could have won. Yeah, so exactly. Chris and Allen's shot went ding, ding, ding. I can't believe it didn't it's go It's kind of unfair. It is what it is that these two teams have to play each other. I know. To get to the Final Four when Loyola Chicago is playing it's K-State. Good news for Michigan, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just the way it works out. don't want to deal with Villanova and Kansas. But once again, I will reiterate. Once again, I'll reiterate, the best teams in the country don't necessarily win. Exactly. You know, or at least um, at least get to the Final Four. Because the best teams do win because we talked about the recipe. It's 16-1 and one in the last 17 years. Yep. And it's going to be 17-1 exactly. because both Michigan – Villanova and Kansas yeah. all met the criteria. The only, Loyola Chicago yeah, do not. That's the thing. Loyola Chicago is the only ingredient in the recipe, but I think we're going to leave that ingredient out. It's the same thing. The Final Four repeats itself, and March Madness repeats itself all the time. You get the Blue Bloods, and you always have that one story. Yep. VCU, George Mason. This year, it's Loyola Chicago. Now, tonight, Cam, we got the CBI Finals. Ooh. And when I say finals, because the CBI is that cool one where they play two best of, two, 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 two out of three. Exactly. It's yeah. the only college tournament that like does that. this. I like it. I think it's a great idea. You're almost really actually getting at least the better team. You know, it's not like a one-off. It's like, listen, we're playing the best of two or three. three. Better team should win. So it's North Texas, the Mean Green. Oh, I like Mean, mean Green. Versus the San Francisco Dons. Oh, uh. You like nice, San- nice run by the Dons. You I like San Francisco? No, I've been, I've, man, I've been doing great in this uh, CBI. The Dons, in which I had the Dons uh, a couple. I had the Dons in a in a previous game, and then in the last game, I took Campbell Soup University uh, plus the nine and a half, and San Francisco won by three. Good stuff. I don't know, man. San Francisco are laying five points. It's a lot of points to be laying to a red hot North Texas team that's putting up a ton of points, but. For all kidding aside, Cam, for people that say, ah, oh, CBI, or oh, oh, funny, yeah, you guys are talking about the CBI. Uh, guess who won the CBI, Cam, in 2015? Louisville? Loyola, Chicago. Loyola, Chicago? Wow, what a, a great note. Yeah. Wow. Loyola, Chicago won the CBI in 2015. Really? To catapult this run. So they yeah, these they, tournaments do matter. So you're saying San Francisco? If I'm they saying win, next year, next San year. Francisco to be a nice play-on Whoa, team for betting purposes. Very interesting. That's a good angle. Michigan won an NIT yep, under Beeline. These, listen, if you're the San Francisco Dons or you're North Texas, 
this is something that helps you put puts you on the the conference geographical map right you know you won the cbi you get to hang a banner it's true it's just, yeah it's just it's just sort of you know confidence going into the next season everyone everyone's excited now in the off season Hey, kids, go work out a little bit, man. We just won the CBI. You know what? Next year, we're going to make the NCAA. We can be special. You bring up Loyola Chicago won yeah. in 2015. That, that. Because of that, they started to recruit better, and it started to build a foundation of being a winning team. Being a winning team. Yep. It changes the whole attitude of everything. And another thing, you talk about it. Say a kid has a, a, a chance to go to a couple of schools, North Texas or another like small school. He go, hey, we won, man. These guys didn't. Let's come to North Texas. It's a good, great, great recruiting tool, and I'm with you. That's a great angle, buddy. I didn't even yeah, realize it is. that. It is. It, just, it really just helps build. It's that old, old um, extra practice, mm-hmm. extra games. Just good mood, good vibes. Well, basically, look, if you're in the NIT right now, you're down to the Final Four. You're into the CBI Finals right now. You got the final four. There's only a couple of teams left playing. Mm -hmm. So this is when these kids, you know, start to buy in. We talk about it. A lot of disappointment. Oh, we don't want to be in the CBI or the NIT. Until you get a taste of it and you get a chance, you know what? We can actually win this thing. And winning the NIT is pretty cool. So I know that, but I'll be lying to you, Cam. I guess the CIT, I guess that's over. One too many tournaments? Well, I don't know. I, I think they just chopped it off the no, menu. No, no, they played it. I'm just no. Stating. You don't know who, like who won. Yeah, I don't know the status. <laughs> like I don't know. Like is it? Is there a CIT? Like, is there a CIT final? No, Who's like, the winner? No, like I think it's it's got to be over. Like <laughs> let's see who won the yeah, CIT. Yeah, let me punch this in. Who? CIT winner. Like I, I'm being honest here. I don't I don't know. Hey, and I just said I didn't know that Loyola Chicago won in 2008. Who won the CIT? Like the CBI is into the final. In 2018. Let's CIT see. CIT basketball tournament. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. I got CIT in Poland. Major changes. <laughs> they're, oh, they're, still, they're, still, they're still playing. They're, they're, they're in their final four. Man, these guys are stretching it out longer than the, the writers of The Walking Dead stretching smart, out their script. Smart, smart, smart. All right, so now we're caught up to date. So, yeah, this is College Insider, CIT. Ooh, Illinois, Chicago. UIC. Oh, yeah, the, the flames. flames. Wow, what a, what a, what a wow. year for Chicago. <laughs> are you telling me Loyola, Chicago, and the Illinois, Chicago Flames are still around? Who are they playing? Austin P. They're playing Liberty. Oh, Liberty. Oh, my God. Liberty. When you see Austin no, P. No, I saw it up there. <laughs> Sorry, they beat Austin P. Yeah, they, they, they beat Austin P. <laughs> UIC. I like Although UIC. Cam was trying to read a computer from a few feet away at a bad angle. Yeah, I, got, I used to have uh, UIC Flames versus Liberty. I want to take the Flames. And Sam Houston State plays Northern Colorado. Ooh. That's the final four. Interesting. Very interesting. Why don't you just That's r- on Wednesday. I'm riding UIC. It's the Chicago vibe. So tonight though, tonight you got North Texas getting uh, getting 5 points. In San Francisco against the Dons. That's the thing. The home team. Oh, it's already down to four and a half. It just moved. I so thought five was a little. Out of high. the three games, the home team gets two. The other team gets one if it goes to a third game. Yeah, yeah. And the way they do it too is uh, they spare no expense. Because um, <laughs> you figure it wouldn't be fair though if you played the first two games. So basically, yeah. So tonight in San Fran. tonight's in San Francisco. Wednesday night will be in. Uh, Denton. Denton, Texas. Denton, Texas. Yes, Didn't look it up either. No, Denton, that's Texas. That's North Texas. North Texas. They have a nice arena up, up there, actually. A new arena. And um, 
And then I guess Friday again would be the, the game three. If necessary. Generally, the home teams win in this. Like the the game, man, I've crushed this over the years. Like the old game two, team down one nothing always it wins. It goes to a third game. Oh, yeah, they always win. Yeah, I'm thinking North Texas might be able to sort of upset the apple card a little bit uh, here tonight. I think this is going to come down to the wire, this basketball so game. just take the points? North Texas had this kid, man. He's scoring like 28 points a game uh, in, the, in the CBI. He's killing it. He's lighting it up. It was five. It just went down to four and a half. Uh, speaking of killing it right now, Portuguese Joe, not going to be in a good mood. Oh. Holland are up 3 nothing. And his daughter just came to town, too. They were going out for to a nice Portuguese restaurant to watch the game. Indigestion. Indigestion, yeah. <laughs> Where's my Zantac? It's in, it's in Portugal, oh, that, They're losing 3 nothing. Oh, he's going to be pissed. Yeah, but, it, you know, it's, it's a friendly. It's These are all just sort of tune-ups for the yeah, World Cup, it right? Is. It's a tune-up. Get, get the national teams together, but yeah. sort of like we were just talking about, yeah. It's not like Portugal are in a good spot right now after losing this. Like now, because now can the media comes out? What the hell's wrong with you guys? We're playing in the World Cup in two months. We're disorganized. Now the panic starts to kick in a yeah. little bit when you lose like this with the national media. I'll tell you, Gabe. Uh, my uh, I took a cab down to the train station, and my cab guy was from Senegal, and we talked a little bit. He he's just waiting for the World Cup. He likes France. We were talking about France, and we talked about France and Germany were his two top picks as well. So nice nice chat with the cab guy. He's ready for soccer. We'll see what happens. Portugal was 27 or 28 to 1. I don't think they're going to win, but I think they can may, maybe for a value play get out of their group. So yeah, I'm starting to uh, I'm starting to worry a bit. I'm starting to dislike this value play more and more right now, to be <laughs> honest with you, in Portugal. I think France is a legitimate oh, threat. France is dangerous. So uh, Bubba Watson wins uh, match play? Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say. He took out uh, Justin Thomas. Uh, Bubba Watson, the things that he does when he's on, Gabe, like the fact that he doesn't even just – he lines it up, hits it. He can curve the ball 150 yards over a tree to whatever. Like I've never seen a field player that good. It shapes up really well for Augusta. He's already won there twice, moving the ball right to left. He does it in his sleep. Somebody to, to keep your eye on. I've already told you I made bets with Rory McIlroy because I like what I saw with his putter. Never count out, uh, never count out Bubba at Augusta. That's like uh, that's bread and butter. It's a lefty's paradise. Unbelievable. This guy, I didn't even think about taking him. No, the guy looks real good too. I mean, really good. <laughs> Check it out, Twitter. Well, somebody just said. Oh, yeah, me. I got a box of those too. Somebody just <laughs> sent me. Somebody said, "Hey, Marantz, I just found an old business card of yours and." I just retweeted it, but I'm looking at it. It has my phone number on the card. New or old? Old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just, that's why I just sort of, I was like, like, oh, God, please don't call me. I was like, is there a business card on the internet with, like, my freaking phone number on it? But no, that's that's not my number. I think I've been through six numbers that. (laughs) That's that's an old number. Because you know some psychos called. Oh, yeah, where's Gabe? It's like Mike Cardano is like, who the hell's the one giving my number out on Twitter? He thinks it's Cicada. If you call, if you call, if you ever call Tony Sincata, make sure you do it uh, private number. Private number. Unknown. Which I never answer. Track phone. I never answer no. when, it's, when, when it's unknown. No, no, I, I see creditors, uh, EOS, uh, USA, whatever. Yeah, I got problems. I, I ignore. So Mike Blewett is going to join us a little bit yep. later on. Mike is going to be going to San Antonio, Texas uh, for Ooh, the Final Four. Taking it in. Nice. That's fantastic. Yeah, Mike Blue. We'll uh, we'll break down uh, the final four. We'll talk a uh, little CBI as well. We got the NIT. I believe the NIT is actually tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Major League Baseball 
uh, though, Cam. Regular season starts this Thursday. Very unorthodox. I love it. Have you seen Thursday's schedule? It just looks amazing. Full slate of baseball oh. games on Thursday. There's a million sporting events. Thursday night's going to rock. Uh, we'll start to, to nail down some of our baseball futures. We've got news as far as Odell Beckham is concerned. I didn't really make much of it, that whole video last week. There's a video. He's with some hot model. And I guess there was some blow on the table, some coke. But he didn't doesn't do it. Mean he didn't do it. it. No, I mean, or there was just powder not, around. Not good optics, though. No, the optics aren't good, and it's bad timing because now he's basically stating that he wants like, you know, max like, money. Yeah, I heard twenty before. Now they're talking about twenty-five. Twenty-five's wow. a little much. That's a lot of bread. He's worth twenty million a year. He raises a good point. Like basically that there's a lot of bad quarterbacks making a lot of money. But that's that's the quarterback position. It's like comparing apples and oranges, buddy. Receivers, quarterbacks, difference. Now, the New York Giants basically opened up the Pandora's box when stating no one's untouchable. Um, NFL Twitter, NFL, everyone, reporters, everyone's blowing up right now that Odell Beckham could be on the trade uh, trading block right now. Do you want Odell Beckham on your football team? Game Time Decisions continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Sabres and the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. <laughs> it's the exact type of game that yeah. the Buffalo Sabres win. Not this time. Not this time. They suck. Not this time, says Cam. <laughs> I'm not laying 300, I can tell you that. But in our DK lineups with the uh, steam shrimps at uh, s- uh, 6 o'clock, we might have a little mini Leaf stack in this one tonight. Uh, Just a few, a few patties. The Tony Sincata yeah. on the radar. So we're talking about uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, right now, the New York Giants are, uh, quote, open to discussing a possible Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, trade. This, this news comes a day after team owner John Mara told reporters at the NFL owners meetings when speaking about the polarizing wide receiver that no giant player is untouchable. Um, he said, hey, listen, we were 3-13 and and as poorly as we played, I wouldn't say anyone's untouchable. He goes on to... Uh, then basically throw him out of the bus and state that uh, he consi- you know, consistently puts himself in bad positions and I'm tired of answering questions about Odell's behavior and what his latest incident is. It's not helpful to the organization. Basically, the owner of the team just viciously threw him out yeah, of the bus. Yeah, it said, we're done. We're, <laughs> we're done with you, yes. 
And that's the thing. For the 25, he's probably not going to get it, Gabe. I can think of a couple teams. I'm not, not just saying that, but the Seattle Seahawks are a team. Pete Carroll's one of those. He's a narcissist, the type of guy to love. He loves reclamation projects. I don't know if they have the money other than Doug Baldwin. There's not a, a good enough, a, not a good enough receiver. for. Now that's the thing. You lose Paul Richardson, who is basically Odeckel Beckham Jr., 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 Jr. Yeah. Not, not even like Jr., but five juniors. Uh, Beckham does all those things I think that Seattle needs. Russell Wilson, he's always under attack. Stretch the field, change the game. You're right. You have from Doug Baldwin. No, it makes absolute sense to, for from Seattle. From a coaching standpoint, from a market standpoint, everything. You know, Odell Beckham, you know, and Russell Wilson would be a lethal combination. It would be. Pete Carroll can handle personalities he tries. Uh, such as he tries. Odell Beckham. Yep. And they have money they because do. they've let everybody go. Correct. <laughs> right. It would have been nice if they built the damn offensive line, but sure, we'll take another wide receiver. I'll tell you, Marenzi, Well, too. they need weapons. They, po- they need help. Uh, Russell yeah. Wilson needs oh, he help. Need, oh, he definitely needs Because basically, if you're running for your life, at least you get help if you can just zing it down the field. That's the back thing. Them, you right? need to stretch the field. You need a different type of receiver. Baldwin can stretch the field, but he's more of a possession guy, and he'll make a lot of catches. Uh, the point that you made off the air, though, is some team might just want to make a splash. And uh, like problems. Well, the thing with, with Odell Beckham is he'll sell tickets. He'll put not every seats. number one with Odell Beckham. When you get these superstar players, the market it's not like thirty-one other teams in the NFL yeah. are going crazy exactly. right now to get Odell. No, Beckham, some don't right? even care. There'll be like five or seven coaches out there and GMs who think, all right, we can deal with this. We like guys like this. The New England Patriots. You know, if he goes to the they, pa- they, if he, if he, honestly, if he goes to the Patriots, I don't want to touch your computer, but I might break things. Like they brought, they yeah. brought in Randy Moss before. I know they did. Like Belichick is not above superstar no. wide receivers. If he thinks they can get better with him, he'll yeah. do it. He'll do it. That's what they do. But then it comes down to what does Belichick think about? Uh, and he makes. And another thing is he wants a lot of money. And this is this so. It's almost like a, a bidding war now. And now that they've let this out, is it going to get yeah. turned? Because he's a, we know he's a sensitive dude. So he's going to say, all right, Very if you guys emotional. don't even want me, fine. And now Cleveland are already. Uh, yeah, so we talked about Cleveland making a splash. Cleveland, are, now it's uh, Cleveland coming into the mix uh, here. Would Cleveland give up uh, their pick, their first uh, pick? That's the thing if you're. If you're Cleveland, you're going to have to give up more than a first-rounder for Odell Beckham. You're going to have to give away a lot of picks. If you're Cleveland, though, Odell Beckham really isn't what you need. No, they have a good receiving core. Yeah, you've got Josh Gordon. You want to Fine. throw Josh Gordon and Odell Beckham in the same no, team? No, that's a <laughs> recipe for disaster. Actually, that you said it. like That's the opposite mix in the ingredient when we're making That's like yeah. instead of using sugar for cookies, you're using like, like Yeah, let's take one psycho vinegar. and yeah. introduce him to another psycho. Yeah. Yeah, you're, putting, <laughs> you're putting salt in the wound. One guy who's been suspended two or three times for drug use. No, you can't Let's have bring that. in a dude who's yeah. just doing blow on video. Yeah. Blow weed, put it all together. You know Cleveland's thinking, oh, you look good in our uniform. Yeah, but yeah. I can guarantee you the Buffalo Bills would up on this. Mm. They've taken their chance on a couple of guys. We have a lot of draft picks, too. Yeah. How's that Zay Jones situation working out, too? I was watching local news. Nah, 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 nah. This guy's just never get off it. Hey, the Buffalo Sports I want to thank. I want to thank the LAPD for uh, dropping the charges, yes. though. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, the LAPD. At least they, LAPD said, all right, he's, yeah, he, he's going to pay for the window. Yeah. He's he, a weird dude, but don't charge him. Yeah. It, <laughs> You know, the NFL will probably do something to him. Oh, he'll definitely. I don't know. He's got, men- good he's got mental issues. A lot of them. So. Yeah, no, hey, man. Talk what are you going to do, right? Not much. He freaked out. It is, is what Is he it bipolar? Is. Yeah, probably. I would I would expect so. Yeah. Or he just got crazy on that synthetic weed uh, that he took. 
that K2, whatever that the hell it's too, called. What is it, like 10 times the uh, power of shatter? Like, what is this? Yeah, it's like chemical basalt type. I know. Oh, yeah. Ki- oh, yeah. Basalt's kids eating Tide Pods. I, like, I wouldn't go anywhere near that I stuff. Know. Oh, God. You can, well, no one wants to party and die. At least with old school drugs, you can wake up the next day. You know? I'll tell you a team right now, with a new coach right now, going to a new city right now, will do anything to get Odell Beckham would be the Oakland slash oh, Las Vegas Raiders. That, that's called making a splash. Yeah, the Raiders would jump through hoops. They just brought in Jordy Nelson, which is yeah. that, that's kind of dumb. Uh, Nelson's done. Know. You know, a team also where Odell Beckham would actually be a good fit, and they have they have you know they have draft picks. They have they sort of have some some because um, you need something to give, right? You yeah. can't just tell the Giants, no. yeah, we're going to give you a fourth round draft pick. Yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll hang up the phone. Odell Beckham, we're talking. I say first. We're talking a first round, an elite top ten first round pick, and and, a, and another maybe first or second. Uh, yeah, two. and another first, first and, or like yeah. two twos or something yeah. like that. A first, a first, a third, and a fourth or something. Yeah, like and that. not like a first, like yeah, twenty second mm-hmm. overall. Like no, no, no. You're going to have to give them like a fourth overall type thing. Are you, third th- overall. Are you thinking? about the Denver Broncos? Who's their, who's their quarterback? Case that's, Keenum? Yeah, that's, that's that's a problem. He's not going to Denver. I think no. I think Seattle makes the most sense. Well, what team are you talking about? What team do you think would fit? The San Francisco 49ers. A team on the rise, too. A team on the rise. Yeah. A team that's shown. Garoppolo, give him a weapon. They yeah. need a receiver. Or, you know who. That's, you know. they really need a receiver. Yeah, I don't know if they would do it just because they got a good thing going right now. But if you dropped him on this other team, too. It would be freaking sick, the L.A. Rams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. If you put him with the – and if you're Beckham, dude, he would – Well, think about this. If you told Odell Beckham right now, dude, if you're his agent, you're like, dude, we can facilitate this. We can pull this off. You want to be a Ram? He'd be on the plane so fast to Los Angeles. It also it would be a good fit with the receivers because Cooper Cup's more of a kind exactly. of – He's like a, a Jordy Nelson. And, one thing and, about, and Woods can stretch the field. And, and one thing about Odell, too, he's not a bad kid when it comes to football. No, he wants to win. Like, he's not a bad guy in the room. He's not a cancer in the room. He's just emotional. He gets along with his teammates. He just does He doesn't stuff. even – he doesn't freak out. Like, if he doesn't get the ball on a couple of possessions – like, he's not – that's the whole thing. Like, everybody around him says, no, man, he's it's a big – he's a drama. There's a lot of drama around him, but he's not – He cares. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. Like, he's not – he doesn't pout in the room if he didn't – you know, if they win, he's happy type of thing. He's just overly emotional, right? And there are – there are there seems to be a couple of incidences with him. Nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, it's going to get blown out of proportion. But if you're the New York Giants – I think you just rebuild anyways. I agree. I agree 100%. Even with Beckham, they're it's still not, not going to end enough. well with Beckham. No, it won't. Like, if you look at the big picture, guys, okay. this is the beginning of, look, he wants $25 million a year. You're the New York Giants. You're cheap. You're not going to pay him. So, number one, he's already talking about a holdout, potentially. You just threw him under the bus at the owner's meeting. Now, Adam Schefter and everyone's reporting that, yes, it's true that the Giants are listening to offers. He, he's not going to be a giant. Eli Manning has not no time left anyways. He's, a year, maybe. I think he's already done. But yeah, yeah I've set him up for one more year. He's basically a corpse. So if you're if you're Beckham, he's actually not stupid. He seems to almost be playing himself out of this team. Very like good point. Like he's almost like Very push, good point. Now he's maybe he wants to separate hand. himself away from Give the Give me Giants. $25 million. You tell Yeah, me. I'm hanging with Instagram models. What are you going to do about if it? If he's healthy, well, how many more games do the Giants win? One? 
With him healthy? Yeah, I think it's not. That's the thing. You said they're not good enough to get better anyway. It doesn't matter. You get the most for him. Get rid of. There him, will be teams him. though that'll oh, no. that'll bend over backwards to try to do this. I'd like to. You brought that San Francisco one's kind of interesting. I think Seattle, San Francisco. Well, you've got Garoppolo. Really I know. You can set like set him up. You know with, yes. New San Francisco. It's kind of like the old schools, the new again, because that franchise is fantastic. Many good years. They they want to build it. They need a receiver. Yeah, too. Like you know, they really need a receiver. Like we said, you know, look, uh, Tom Coughlin is in. Uh, in Jacksonville, mm. I know that uh, I know that Tom Coughlin and company they do like Odell Beckham. Like I said, it's not like coaches. There's certain guys where they're viewed as sort of a cancer, right? You just don't want them in the room. It's not worth yeah. it. It's one of those deals where it's like, dude, the guy's just not worth it. It's he's a pain in the ass. He's not that guy. It's just. He's a star, dude. So, like, the media, everything he does just gets, yeah. gets magnified, yeah, right? That's a good point. Now, if he does something bad, it becomes a little more crazy. And I, you know what? I, I don't know how what you'd give because I'll tell you one thing, though. You don't want to be giving up two draft picks, first rounders, a third and a fourth for him. But that's a really, really interesting angle that you took. Maybe he's just all this negative stuff. He wants to go away, and he's going to think, hey, I'm going to be in a different destination anyway, man. Let's start anew. Hey, if I was if I was the – listen, you're the Buffalo Bills. You've got the 12 and the 22nd pick of the draft. Would you give the 12th and the 22nd pick for Odell Beckham? That's something that the Giants uh, would probably do. I don't think I would. You'd have to throw in one more thing, I don't too. Think, I don't You'd think, have to, and that's, that's where it would be a lot. Yeah. I don't think I'd do it. Because they'd say, listen, are, give us 12, 22, and, and a third rounder. And your third rounder next year. Yeah, I don't think I could do your that. Your second or third rounder next I like, year. I like Beckham, but no. I, I think I'm going to take my chances in the draft. You can't do it, exactly. Because you need an offensive lineman. If you, you don't screw you it up that. at 12 and 22, you're getting two impact players. Bingo. You know, as opposed that, to getting Odell Beckham. Is going to bring him over the top? Maybe. Maybe he gets hurt. Maybe. it's a, I, I, The I Bills, though, the Bills have never been, they've never been opposed to a splash camp. No, they haven't. Going back to the Jim Kelly signing yep. uh, out of the USFL. Going back to, uh, don't forget, when nobody wanted Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens, the Bills were waiting. Terrell were Owens waiting. was a big, yeah. was a big polarizing figure. Not that nobody wanted him, but. The Buffalo Bills stepped up I know and said, did. listen, we'll pay you big, man. You want to be a Bill, and he took it, right? Uh, Mario Williams, Houston Texans, remember the uh, the defensive lineman? Yep. They gave him $95 million, the highest contract uh, at yep. the time. They're not afraid of for, for, big... for a premier player. They've actually opened no, no, up their they're wallets, not. They're not. which is like, shocking. Yeah. Because you don't think of Buffalo that way. Well, Ralph Wilson never did. No. Yeah, he didn't like to. <laughs> no, he didn't. He liked to keep his money. <laughs> O.J. Simpson did an interview with the Buffalo News last week, actually. He <laughs> talked about Ralph Wilson. Called him a little tight? Yeah, and he said that uh, Ralph Wilson told him, because I guess in 1975 or whatever, the Bills were very good. O.J. was coming off a 2,000-yard season and an 1,800-yard season. And the Bills, like, uh, the Bills were not good when O.J. got there, but they were actually... They started getting better. Yeah, like, they were starting, you know, 10-6 and six type, you know, they, they, were, they were playing 14 games, and O.J. Yeah. played 9-5 and five or whatever. Like, they were getting good. And O.J. said that they beat the Super Bowl champ Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. the great Steeler team. Yep, those guys were lethal. And O.J. said, you could tell we were getting close, and, like, it was real. Like, and it, you know, O.J. said, I thought we could have won a championship. We were that good. <laughs> so, he was uh, negotiating a contract. He met with Ralph Wilson. And um, OJ and OJ's agent said, listen, you know, we want to play here. Yeah. What are you going to do for us? But basically, and OJ said to Ralph Wilson, uh, sir, I think we're really close to winning a championship. And he goes, if you just sort of, you know, if we sign a couple of guys and I'm ready to win a championship for you, we can win. And he said, I think we can beat the Steelers. 
O.J. Simpson and Wilson said, what the hell do I want to win a championship for? He said that? Yeah. He told that. that he, yeah, he said that to O.J. Simpson. He goes, "Why would I? what the hell do I want to win a championship for? He goes, if I want a championship, uh, everyone's going to be like you coming in here asking for more money. And he goes, I don't need to win a championship. The seats are full. Mm, sounds like some ownership groups we know. And it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. That, a lot of and, guys think like and that. The, the Buffalo's been like that forever, though. Like they, it's like this all like all Bills mafia, and they're yeah. in the parking lot, and it's all funny, and all Bills fans are loyal because they, they know that the Bills are selling seventy four thousand tickets every damn year, no matter what. Yep, you everybody what I mean? comes in. People go get drunk in the parking lot. Ha ha! It's all funny. Yeah, light your buddy on fire through a table. Lose now to to give the you know, to give Pagula a little bit of credit. They are trying to win now, at least, and they made the playoffs. You got to you know, yeah, acknowledge okay. yeah, that. They, they did. They made the playoffs. They could easily not make the playoffs oh. next year. <laughs> Agreed. And what's what's Pagula going to do with his money? Is he going to sink some into the like the Sabers are an absolute joke? Like they're not even a hockey team. Well, they should hire you to run the Sabers at this point <laughs> in time. <laughs> I know what that sounds like a good idea. Except you're not a former Sabers, so no, you can't get good, the uh, good point. I don't know, dude. Yeah, the Sabers are a mess, bro. Like, they are. They show up a couple games a year. I guess they're... they signed some dude today. What's his name? Uh... They are a mess. That team, I just can't. They're, they're, they're really weird because they suck and suck and suck and suck. They can't beat Arizona at home. They lose to this team. But at, at plus 270, they'll show up against uh, the Lightning. Casey Middlestad. Uh, from the Golden Gophers? Casey Middlestad leaving the Golden Gophers after one season to sign with uh, the Buffalo Sabres. Wow. Going to join them immediately. <laughs> Doesn't sound like he's going to make an immediate impact, but that's okay. I think what the Sabres is... They've been racking up these stupid first and, like, second overall. Like, this kid's another little yeah, NCAA prospect, feed up. Yeah. You got Eichel. Like, you, you had Johnson yep. before. Exactly. All right. Like, guys, like, how many freaking, how many years do you guys need? How exactly. many draft picks? It's been, went, like, eight, ten years if you guys stockpiling draft picks. Yeah, and they went to the Islanders and got Ocposo. Like, what are these guys doing? Every year we hear from Brian Blessing. Ryan this is, this is their year, guys. They're stacked. It's like, no, guys. Gabe, it's never their year. No, it it's never is. Never their They're year. terrible. They're not good. No. <laughs> They're not good. Like they're Another never thing, good. They need a goalie too. Like Leonard's hot and cold, and that uh, backup Allmark I think is better than him. But no, they're not. Every time that they suck, they lose games they should win. But you know what it is? Also, Cam, dog. in the NHL, it's not like these other leagues. Basically, everybody can all everybody can pay you the same thing in the NHL. Essentially, you know what I mean? Like if you're you're a star player like Stamkos, yep. the Leafs want to get Stamkos. Stamkos, like, look, I can get the same money. amount of money. Except in Florida without the tax. Exactly. And I'll so you, you idiots every day asking yeah, you me can't, down So with you questions. can't match this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like baseball, you know, where they can go crazy. Even football, you can go pretty nuts. You can get the luxury tax and sort of say, screw the cap. Hockey. I'm just going to spend You're money. You're saying hockey's pretty tight to the number. Yeah, I'm saying, like, Buffalo can't just say, Pagula can't just say, Cam, you know what? Let's just throw money at everybody right now. Doesn't work. Big money. Throw big money at Patrick. Throw big money at every superstar, and some of them will sign with us. They won't because they're going to say, you know what? With all due respect, Mr. Pagula, you're offering me $12 million a year, sir. I'm getting 12 from the Dallas Stars, and I don't have to pay tax, and they're better than you are. You no, know what I'm really surprised about? It's not like the NFL where team players are like, yeah, I'll go there. I don't give a crap, right? Like, Kirk Cousins, yeah. dude, he would have he played with a Hamilton Tiger Cats. For that kind of money. Like, if the Hamilton Tiger Cats would have told Kirk Cousins, bro, we got $38 million a year for it, he would have said, I'm leaving the NFL. See, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm going to the CFL. I love the CFL. Yeah, like, he would have <laughs> played where whoever gave him the most freaking money. Absolutely. Right? NHL players won't do that. 
They'll be like, no, I can make the same and be on a better team. Don't you find it funny, though, that Buffalo needs something to get? Patrick Kane, one of the best players in the world, is from Buffalo. Know what the best is? Why know why Buffalo hasn't thrown the bank at him? Because he knows when he comes back to town, he's going to be part. Like, they don't don't need the grief with that guy in town. Because you know they've had We're nearly getting to the time, though, now where. Where they need the grief. Patty Kane's (laughs) not going to be a hawk forever. Exactly. Come on, Buffalo. They don't want him, though. Too much You're partying right. at the bars. No, you go out of your Too way to get Pat Kane yeah. in Buffalo. Oh, he dissed some girl in Cheek to Waga. Yeah, Not how cool. long until the uh, Me Too movement? Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, Pat Kane. <laughs> Fast fingers. Little incident at the bar on Chippewa last night. You got it. Correct. That's why he's not a Sabre. Yeah, they'd be better off getting Johnny Taze, but that's not happening. He'll be a Winnipeg Jet. Ooh. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to Blind Date. I'm Roger Lodge. Roger Lodge. We'll see how Cam and Lisa did. (laughs) And we'll see if taking someone to uh, Red Lobster is the way to their heart. It's funny you mentioned that. Blind Date. Hey, Gabe, I can't believe you called that. That's where I'm going for dinner this Saturday. Birthday (laughs) dinner at the Lobster. It's a family tradition. Cam has a Kentucky Fried Chicken story that he wants to share. We'll get... uh, (laughs) In our second food segment, yes. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to uh, to that. Just, just some tips at the store. We'll get to that in a couple of moments. Some uh, good tips. Uh, I believe we got Mike Blewett. Yep, he's here. Mike Blewett is with us before he heads to San Antonio, Texas, uh, for the final four. Mike Blewett, Mike, it's always a pleasure, my man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, excited to get down to San Antonio. As you and I have talked about off air, we have three Blue Blood programs in there, and Loyola, the nice upstart, and Sister Jean. She won't go away, fellas. No, and I'm, I'm generally a conspiracy theorist in real life, and you know, yeah, I should have known. I actually took Kansas State on Saturday. Me too. I'm like she's going to the Final Four. They're going to the Final Four. Uh, I brought it up off the top of the program, though. It's the CBI Finals tonight. You know, and the CBI and the CIT, these tournaments, and even the NIT in today's era are sort of afterthoughts, but they're really not when it comes to building a program. And I only bring this up due to the fact that Loyola Chicago won the CBI tournament in 2015 and sort of helped catapult this this team, this class, bringing in cluster of the transfers. And, and, and you know, these tournaments do matter in helping build the foundation for the future. And you look at Loyola Chicago winning in 2015, the CBI, and looking like they belong right now. But would you agree with me, Mike, when I said earlier in the program that you look at the teams that they played, Miami, young raw team, leading scorer out, no real natural point guard uh, running the point. Tennessee, extremely athletic team, turnover prone, sort of wild, raw, raw basketball team. Nevada, you know, listen, Nevada was the one team that can handle the ball. And they were a little overwhelmed, but they're a Mountain West team. Let's be real. And I thought there was some bad coaching late in that game that hurt uh, Nevada. K-State, 
an average basketball team whose strength was really just sort of being resilient, tough kids defensively. Now Loyola Chicago is playing a, like, like Mike, like it was like Nevada's never seen a damn pick and roll before. You know, like they were <laughs> yeah, confused. Plus, you know, Michigan. Plus they're playing them. such a thin, they're playing so few guys off the bench. I think any team like that is going to get hurt. We saw it to some extent with Duke yesterday. When you're only rolling out six and you don't even have confidence in the yep. seventh guy, you're going to have issues. Somebody gets into foul trouble, somebody gets hurt, you're in trouble. Duke was in trouble. The second Carter got his third foul. They needed to win in regulation and they didn't. I think to your point about Loyola, they have had a little bit of an easier path and it's not like they've blown through it. I mean, they've won th- they won their first three games by a total of four points. I like them going up against Kansas State. I just like the fact that they have this veteran leadership going back to your point about the CBI. I think it's really good for teams, particularly younger teams, to get some of those extra games with a little bit of juice on the line in order to understand how to play in late-game situations in the postseason. I think that's what it teaches you more than anything else, and Loyola has excelled in that regard in this tournament. Mike, the thing that uh, sh- uh, that I noticed in the tournament, just watching all the games, I was talking to Marenzi, the difference between the Duke-Kansas game and everything else, like, that was an absolute <laughs> classic. Like, they look like pros. Like, sometimes watching college basketball, sloppy, missing, just tons of missed open shots and threes, but, man, that was beautiful. I think that game actually really <laughs> helped college basketball moving forward, because if you saw that one, you saw the right game. I don't think there's any doubt about it. To me, it was the best game of the tournament. It was the most well-played. Duke didn't shoot well from three, and obviously that's what sunk them in the end. But it's not like they gave the, the, the game away. The only issue I have with them, I don't care about not calling a timeout. The only issue I have is that um, – uh, What's his name? Gosh, Grayson Allen? Blanking. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, Grayson Allen was terrible yesterday, but yeah. Bagley, I'm sorry, Bagley uh, yeah, needed to should. touch the ball. Yes, Bagley yes. needed to touch the ball in every possession, and they weren't allowing him they to do so. They don't do that. They don't do They're that. They're so stupid. He's so big inside. But that's been, bad. That's a bad saying, game plan. I've been saying that all year. Late in basketball games, Duke in close games had struggled yeah. because they really didn't sort of have – they didn't just feed back and say, all right, take over, take over. He would take over earlier in games, but late he would disappear, and I don't really blame him. Grayson Allen did no. struggle. I wanted to ask you about this, too, because Grayson Allen, after, you know, said, you know, was it easy uh, being able to F off everywhere I went all the time, and, you know, I, I learned to embrace it, and it was tough. I wouldn't trade anything, blah, blah, and all that other type of stuff. But, you know, I said, well, the reason, you know, that everyone wasn't telling Bagley to F off all the time. It's because of your play and your yeah. conduct. And even last week, dude, or two weeks ago, when he stuck his ass out. Oh, and, yeah. you know, hit he did check. that little yeah. just dumb stuff. That's like a hit he, check. Yeah, yeah, he does this, like, you know, constantly. And I don't know, man. Coach K just sort of sweeps it under the carpet and talks about what a great kid he is and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, what do you think about Grayson Allen's career? And, you know, where do you think he fits in in the NBA? Because I, I just don't really see him fitting in all that much in the NBA. I don't see much uh, potential there in the NBA. I think he's a bench guy in the NBA. It's too many guys that are more athletically talented than him and or are better shooters than him. He's had a miserable tournament with a lot on the line for him. It's not like he's J.J. Redick, who even if you question J.J. Redick's athleticism, he became a better athlete as he got to the NBA. Plus, he is a dead-eye shooter. Not many guys are as good a shooter as him. Grayson Allen doesn't have that skill set. Now, going Going back to what you're saying about him getting picked on, look, there's ways to avoid that, and you outlined it for everybody. 
he brought a lot of that on himself. And maybe he's a good kid, but when we see this happen three and four and five times in high-profile games, what are we left to assume? There are other teammates that aren't doing that. This isn't some sort of (laughs) Duke epidemic or – you know, Duke white guy epidemic. You're hip checking guys and tripping them on a regular basis. Hockey, yeah, he's a hockey player out there. No, it's unbelievable, man. I, I that's the thing. He just, it's something about him. Gabe, you say he looks like Ted Cruz. He yeah. kind of just rubs people the wrong way. I yeah, think. he does. Look, well, you know, the white, the white kid Duke fear yeah. syndrome has been existed yeah. forever. Yeah, it's true. Going back to the Hurleys yeah. and Leitner, etc. JJ Redick, Danny Ferry. Yeah, <laughs> we can go on and yeah, on. We, we can. We can go on and on, but. It wasn't the same, like, like like we said. Yeah, he, I, you know, to me, just he brought it upon himself. So uh, now this Kansas team, and I've been telling people, and one thing I want to give credit to Mark Lawrence as well. Once again, yeah. even though it's not, you know, Loyola Chicago could be the exception here, but the the eight attributes and ingredients. Yeah. Once again, it's sixteen and one last seventeen years coming into uh, so uh, and the Kansas, Villanova, Michigan all have the attributes that we've talked about often, guys. So this Kansas team, though, were underestimated all year, Mike. I mean, they were underdogs in, in, in a Big 12 championship game against West Virginia. You know, we constantly hear, even my boy Cam, Bill Self, who's let you down in the past, we see past <laughs> failures. But I don't know if it's because they got more of the one-and-done type of kids. or And you brought it up earlier, Cam. They're much more. They're just. They're not rattled anymore. Nah, Self seems cooler. They're not quite as country clubish yeah. either. Like That's they've a got. Good point. Kind of, you notice, like Great when Kansas point. hit shots. Man, like, they were talking smack to the other team's benches and stuff. Like, they didn't used to do that. It's a new era we're in now. More confident. Yeah, I saw, like, Clemson. Graham hit a shot, man. He said something to a kid on Clemson. The kid on Clemson just responded, F you. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's basketball. Yeah, yeah. But you, you know what I'm saying, Mike? That Kansas, they just sort of have a resiliency that past Kansas teams have not had. Yeah, so the night of the March Madness show that you and I did a couple of weeks back, I I said I was hedging towards Kansas, as you did as well, because it wasn't a vintage Kansas team with those high-profile lottery picks. I think they were getting overlooked at that. Plus, Self was highly critical of his own team throughout the course of the season, possibly because they have that personality that you're talking about, and maybe he's not quite used to that. And that's okay. It's okay to deal with adversity even in the locker room. But um, I, I don't necessarily see them getting past Villanova, but it wouldn't surprise me. And they've absolutely earned their number one seat. I mean, Gabe, there was a lot of people talking about Seton Hall challenging them in the second round. And it was a close game. But even last night, like, they have a guy foul out with a couple of – as a BK fouls out with a few minutes to go. They barely survived because Grayson Allen's shot falls down. And then in overtime, it was just one guy, but he took over. And Duke was, Duke was, was playing catch-up for the rest of overtime. Mike, I got to ask you. Speaking of Villanova, I don't think that score is indicative of how they really beat down Texas Texas Tech in that game. Like, it looked close. No, it wasn't. It wasn't close. And you watch these guys' offensive boards. They get to the line. Like, how many free throws did they have in that game? Like, I like Kansas too. They're a good story, but Villanova. The cream of the crop, like they, they, they just slice through teams. They look like they can't be stopped. I don't know how the hell you beat these guys because they do everything well. Yeah, so there's a couple of things to, to peel back from that onion. First of all, Jalen Brunson never seems to make a mistake. Yep. He's always making the right pass. He's making the right shot. He can beat you in a, in a variety of different ways. He's like the ultimate San Antonio Spur. So uh, you have Jalen Brunson there. The team in, in and of itself can beat you a bunch of different ways. They played a slow down game relative to their pace 
yesterday uh, or against Texas Tech, and they were able to pull it off. A week ago I was on, and we were talking about West Virginia could pose problems. They scored 90 on them. 90. Yep. I mean, that is above <laughs> their average, and they're the number one scoring team in the nation. Maybe it's because people don't realize Not that they have outside. that kind of scoring personality, but they are very high-octane offense when they need to be. Yeah, it turned out not a very good idea to press no. South Hudson, was no, it? No, 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 no. No, no, no. That game was obviously decided on a 22-6 to run in five minutes. In five minutes, 22-6, to and the game was over against yeah. West Virginia. And then yeah, yesterday, again, they played a different personality of basketball, and they still were able to uh, squeeze uh, Texas Tech to death, basically. That's what makes them so dangerous. They can win. In, they can in grind you styles. and yeah. score 90-100. And they also have that switch, that that psychological, mental yeah. toughness and switch. Sort of like the Golden State Warriors when in their greatness where, like you said, Mike, you just sort of – you're like, wow, it's a close game. Ooh, Tucker yeah. up by three. Yeah. No, 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 Don't worry they're about down, it. They're down by 12. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, they, they can <laughs> dig down deep. So you look at the big-name coaches over the years. So Coach K is obviously the dean uh, of college basketball, and you can't mm-hmm. take that away from him. Well, we saw the stat yesterday, 15 elite eights. Calipari's yeah. had the rep over the years. Patino, Patino's rep taking a hit out of the game. What about right Jay now? Wright? Well, that's where I'm going with this. <laughs> Jay Wright, with this championship, really sort of can cement himself, I think, as being the premier coach in college basketball. Yes. And you have to wonder if he stays or if that NBA money comes. Great call. He'd be good in the NBA. He's just such a good coach, uh, Mike. What do you think of uh, Jay Wright's future and his status in the big picture? Yeah, it's interesting because on my show, Fantasy Sports Today, on Saturday with Kevin Walsh, we talked about this uh, for a few minutes. And uh, look, it's a really comfortable place to be at Nova and winning championships. They're going to win. I think they've won 165 games in the last five years. I mean, they are ripping off wins at an incredible pace. So to leave that behind would be tough. Uh, He's not going to go to another school because he's not going to really have it any better than he has it there. Um, But, you know, if somebody came calling, I don't know that he would take the Phoenix Suns job, but I think if another job came calling where he's got some sort of uh, superstar player that he could align with, uh, I could see that happening. (laughs) Philadelphia 76ers. If I'm, if I'm yeah, Coach but do you Brown, think they're ready to punt on Brett Brown now? I, don't I know, think so. I know, I know. It's kind of like Nick Saban. Why would he leave Alabama? He's yeah, got a good thing yeah. going there. He makes yeah. a lot of money. And you know, right. I generally don't believe anything Nick Saban has to say. But when he talked about <laughs> how miserable he was as an NFL coach, yes. it actually it is the one thing that I believed. He seemed like he hated being an NFL coach. He'd just be in his office watching film all day, and he didn't want to do it. He likes to wear fancy clothes and go out on the town, yeah. and the job is isn't as backbreaking. The recruits come to him now. It's not like he has to travel across the country searching the recruits down. Yeah, and you can't yell at you can't yell at NFL players in a same no, exactly. Not, not hits. Like it's exactly. not it doesn't go far. No, hey, number fifty four. Yeah. It just suits his style more to stay in Tuscaloosa, make the money and get champions. But you look at college basketball coaches, there hasn't been a ton of success really off the top of my head that nope. have gone to the NBA. Right. You know, I remember Jerry Tarkanian lasted, what, a month? <laughs> that was the yeah. best. Uh, Jerry Tarkanian. I mean, Brad Stevens, obviously, yep. has been a success. He looks like a good coach. I'll be honest with you guys. I thought that Fred Hoiberg was sort of that it guy. 
I was like, man, this guy's going to be perfect in the NBA, and it really hasn't worked out uh, for Hoiberg. So you're going to be in San Antonio. I know you're going to be busy. Hopefully you can join us next Monday from there, but if you can't, uh, we, we understand. Uh, so we'll ask you right now, which, so who do you think is going to be playing next Monday night? I think it's going to be Nova against Michigan. I would love to back Loyola Chicago and say that they're going to pull off the upset again. But I think going back to what we said last week, Michigan dodged that big bullet against Houston, and they're just riding the wave. Obviously, they were able to pull it off. I was a little scared against Florida State there for a minute, but luckily their coach doesn't know how to coach. So Michigan was able to pull it off, and I think they uh, I think they played Villanova. I have Villanova cutting it down. It would actually, at this point, as good as Kansas is, it would surprise me if Nova doesn't cut down the nets next month's, next Monday night. They're, they're just that good, and they've gotten to this yeah. point uh, playing a bunch of different styles, and I think that will bear out in the end. Well, guys, people believe in God, Sister Jean, and Leola because the, the line, we talked about it, opened at six and a half, down to five. So people love this underdog story. They're, they're taking the points with these guys. But well, with the game exception and of the bad, A&M bad, bad matchup, bad matchup for, for them, don't you think, buddy? Yeah, with the exception of the A&M game, Michigan generally don't really blow anybody out. Yeah. That was sort of a magical yeah. night when all the three balls were falling earlier. As we saw, like Mike just said, the close game against – I think it will be a relatively close game, and Michigan eventually just sort of – the win, clock strikes midnight like on Spikes Chicago. Six or eight points. With about five, six minutes left, suddenly Michigan just start to pull away, and I think they run out of gas. I think Michigan's depth. I brought it up earlier, and I agree with you. I hate to say it. I mean, you know, listen, I love Michigan basketball with all my heart, uh, but hey, we're going to be in tough against Villanova. We'll be in tough against Kansas either way. I think we'd sort of be on the wrong end of this. But with, with that being uh, stated, what's so dangerous about Michigan, Mike, is – on a game-by-game basis, you know, they're so – everybody steps up. It's so much fun to watch. You know, Jordan Poole's the kid that hits the shot. You know, Rockman's sort of a forgotten kid that's been there a while. Man, he's on fire yes, the other night. Is. You know, Mo Wagner, he's the media darling. He's the one that CBS always wants to talk to after the game. Um, you know, he's he hasn't had a great tournament, uh, but, no. you know, he's been solid enough. He's doing his thing. You know, Xavier Simpson reminds me of a little Kyle Lowry, a little pit bull point guard. I mean, they just – different guys beat you on different nights with Michigan. And I think it goes to your what you've been saying throughout the course of this tournament. I think Beeline is a master. I think he knows how to get the most out of each and every player. And it, there was points during the second half of the Florida State game where I was screaming at the TV, where is Wagner? Like, put him back in. But they didn't suffer uh, while he was on the bench. They were just able to piece it together with a bunch of different guys. Uh, obviously, at the end of the game, people are highly critical of Leonard Hamilton, which I am too. But the reality is Michigan had that game sort of sewn up. So uh, it is what it is, and I, I think Michigan would be on the wrong end of it too, but i like them to play, face Villanova on Monday night. I don't know what they're bitching about. Florida State ended up covering yeah. for some people. They, did, they had a good run. They had a good run. <laughs> right, so, uh, hey, thanks for the time, Mike. No problem. Thanks, guys. This is Eugene Lives. Talk to you next week. Check out uh, Mike on uh, on the weekend's Fantasy Sports Radio Network. He'll be joining us from San Antonio next week. Look forward to that. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, 
or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Thanks to Mike Blewett. Great stuff. I love Mike Blewett. Tony Simcata will join us in about an hour's time. Uh, maybe a little less, actually. Yeah, we'll talk so, some DFS. And, sometimes uh, he creeps at the 540 mark. Yeah, we'll get his thoughts on uh, <laughs> Odell Beckham. Tony is a New England Patriot fan. Yeah. If you want Odell Beckham on the Patriots, <laughs> please don't. What did you j- say? You're going to start smashing yeah, things? Yeah, but it's your stuff, so I'll just go home and smash my stuff. No, if he goes to the Patriots, I'll, I'll literally, like, that's, you want to talk about rage? Like, that, that'll that be the final straw. Because you know Belichick will find a way. Everything will be great. And another Super Bowl. <laughs> just put it put it, put it, it in a trophy case, baby. Put it right. Robert Kraft and the Patriots just keep nah. on winning. Swan song for Tom Brady. Their, their reign of terror is going to be over soon. I, oh, I hope so. Well, the Houston Texans and a healthy Deshaun Watson. Jacksonville had a nice year. We'll see, man. There's, uh, they're still pretty damn good, though, Gabe. Their, their reign of terror will be over soon enough. Uh, hopefully in a year or two. So uh, on Friday, Ken, we talked about it last week. You brought it up about the um, the snow in Martinsville. Yeah, it actually we were, we were wondering. You got your snow tires, NASCAR drivers? <laughs> they canceled the race due to snow. They're racing right now. I've got a piece of Kyle Busch at plus 350 to win this Ooh. race. He's been riding like second all, all yeah, day. He's waiting to make his move. He's been, he's yeah. been there, and, and the, the leader sort of changed. Yeah. But Busch has sort of been second, fifth, third, and everyone around him keeps changing. We'll see, you know, if he can, he can step up and, and seal the deal Do you here. have a top three? No. They, do they offer uh, yes. on some books? Yeah. Yes. So you just took him to win. Yeah. Plus 350? Yeah. So what would he be to top three? Plus 100 and change? Yeah. yeah. You know what? I could have done it, too, because they had, uh, yeah, exactly, uh, top four, actually. Interesting. Top top four. But uh, no, I pulled the trigger at uh, plus 350. I'm the freaking king. Of, like, second-place yeah. NASCAR finishes, too. It's like being golf. Yeah. Fork. I, got a guy, I got a guy in third, fourth, second. Yeah, no, just can't get a winner. It's, uh, yeah. One thing I said earlier on Twitter, though, I get dizzy watching this race. Actually, you know what? I'm watching it now, and I'm starting to get vertigo. Yeah. Like I'm on, no, like, really? No, like, the camera angles like are really screwing me up. Stay in the car here, Cam, for a couple of laps. You'll start to get a stomach No, cake. no, yeah. I just saw No, I, I just well, watched this. I'm seeing stars. Like this shot here. Yeah, like, it's freaking me out. Oh, that, yeah. Like, NASCAR can, will make you Can you, you imagine <laughs> being hung over in a passenger seat? No, I can't. I'd be puking. I'd be puking like crazy. I'd be like, bro, bro, come on, man. Hey, I'm going hey. to tell you a story, Marenzi. <laughs> Look at this. If you could actually fit me into that gear in car, I'd be having a panic attack around the first turn. It's constantly left, too, so it's just I left. Know. It would drive left. me nuts. Your stomach would be, uh, you'd be throwing up my, your head. Even, dude, when I'm hungover, I can only lie down. And in face one, one spot, yeah. yeah. Like, I got to lay down facing 
the right. Like, if I turn my head, it's like all the blood shifts, and I'm like, oh, my God, man. I can't it's even, funny. Like, I, I do the same thing yeah, to like, the left. I, I can't lie down, like, one way. I, I only like, sleep It bothers me. Yeah, no, I got to sleep. Even if I'm not drunk, it bothers me. But if I'm hungover and stuff, it makes me want to throw up. I'm like, oh, God. Like, there's some sort of... Like the blood shifts to like the other side of my body. I'm not down with it, man. I was sleeping the I was sleeping the other night, Marenzi, in my sleep machine. I turned the wrong way, so I must have had like a bad dream or something. The the nasal plug went right up my nose, and then I start looking. I'm bleeding. Like it cut. It, it went right up Dude, my God. nose, and it cut me. I got like I'm like, what the hell? I can't even get a good night's sleep. Sounds like it's more dangerous. Uh, it sounds it's like slim. a snake. I know it's it's like a tube with a, a venomous snake there. Yeah, you look. Like, I need a new machine. You look like Bane from Batman. Bane. <laughs> Actually, kind of. Light night, <laughs> light night in the association uh, tonight. Yeah, what, five games? Denver Nuggets at the Philadelphia 76ers. Nuggets trying to uh, get into the playoffs. going to be tough for them. They're battling with the Utah Jazz uh, right now. L.A. Lakers getting five and a half at Detroit. I'm kind of tempted by the Lakers here as an underdog. But Interesting. Probably. What's, what's going to be the DFS uh, stack tonight? That's the question. I'm going to tell you one thing, though. We'll talk to Steam Shrimps about this. I think it's the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, don't. Dwight uh, Howard. Ding, 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 ding. Charlotte Hornets. And another thing, though, be careful with Minnesota because the last time Memphis played, remember, they got blown out. Didn't they lose by 60 points? No, it might be a good option tonight. Minnesota backups. Was that their last game? Yeah. But like Minnesota, I'm just saying Minnesota backups. The, the line Interesting, is yeah. 13 and a half points. So which cheap guys on Minnesota? I know, you know Steam Shrimps if, is all if, over this. You know, you're saying if they're down by 50 again. Yeah, like Memphis might lose this yeah, game by 30. What you always say about teams to get embarrassed and humiliated. I don't think Memphis has any. <laughs> I don't think they go in that category, though. I don't think they fight back. Grizzlies? They're pussycats with no nails. Like They're not Grizzlies. It's a tough night tonight. There's a lot of road favorites. Like Boston laying 10 on the road uh, here tonight. Um, so it yeah, spreads. Philadelphia You're- laying 5.5. That's a tough game, man. Ooh. L.A. Lakers at Detroit Pistons. I'm leaning with the Lakers, but they've got a lot of injuries. The total's 213.5, kind of leaning to the over in that game. We talk about it. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is, uh, he's on fire right now. Monster. And, you know, you read the quotes of, of what Dwight Howard is saying, and, you know, it's like, dude, yeah, thanks thanks for stepping up in the last two weeks of the season, bro. I know, bro. I know. <laughs> like, Where have you been why all your you career? Just, why didn't you do this, like, last month, and maybe we could make the, you know, they're trying to make the playoffs now. Uh, they're kind of in tough. But, yeah, Dwight Howard, basically, his exact words were, I'm going to try to get every rebound I possibly can. And, yeah, he's doing it, man. I mean, he got that. He had the 30 rebounds the other night. He uh, he got suspended, yep. of course, uh, because he mouthed off. He had too many technicals in a year. So he bounced back, Cam, with 23 rebounds. Yeah, he's got 53 rebounds in his last two games. On DK, 52.75 and 69.5 fantasy points his last goes, two games. I'm just trying to get as many rebounds as I can. Dominate the paint. Set some screens for Kemba and the rest of the guys to open up everything else in the paint. And Kemba's been going off. And uh, he goes on to talk about how he's blessed and he feels great. And it's just great to be in the NBA. He wasn't blessed before? It's like, really? It's like, why Why now? <laughs> it's great a, point. It's amazing. I just thank God for allowing me to have good health. My body feels so good. I'm going to give everything I've got to this game. This is what he does, though. He knows it's the end of the year, so he's trying to sucker the yeah, man. Yeah, another contract. Exactly. And the thing is, with Dwight Howard, you're like, man, he could be so he's, good. He's soft, but then you're like, man, but he had 53 rebounds in two nights. I know. Like, if he could, but the thing is, Michael freaking Jordan runs this team. If Michael Jordan can't get through to him, who can get through to him? Wow. That's a, exactly. You know, like, that's if, a, <laughs> if he won't play hard for Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Well, now he is. <laughs> 
Yeah. Now he is. Year, he's like, yeah. he just wants to plant that seed. Hey, you want to make sure you keep me next year. In his 14th season, Dwight Howard is averaging 16.6 points per game. His best mark since 2013. Wow. Yeah, great. He's, He's actually a very good player. That's what's frustrating about him. He'll drive you nuts, though. He really could be a 30 and 30 guy on a nightly basis. It sounds crazy, but he, you know, out of people with wasted potential, out of any professional athlete, he's right up there. Like, oh, he, he really is. No, he, he's, he's a man among boys. Like, like, when he dude, first came like, out, he's Superman. He's man, got hundreds go. of millions of dollars. He's rich. He's not a bad guy. He's never raped. Oh, you know what I mean? No like, problem. What's his biggest? He's never died. He's, not, he's a nice kid, actually. No, his problem is underachieving. Yeah. It's but, nothing to do with his personality. It's yeah. just you have a body that big. Like, and you see how cut he is? Like, he should be crushing guys. He should be like, this stuff could be happening. You said it at a regular basis. He could get 20 boards a night in his sleep yeah. if he wanted yeah, to play 30, hard. 30 a night is excessive. No, but, 20, though. Oh, yeah, 20 a night. 20 guy. He could put up 23 rebounds. That's the thing. Easy. And it's funny. And he can score 16, 20 points if he wants. He could become an absolute monster. He's got to get that edge. That, like, the nastiness. Like, yeah, but on, he's man. in his 14th year. <laughs> well, his health is holding up. Because he didn't work his, he like, didn't work his ass off for like the first he, years. <laughs> he's been on so many teams and with so many good players and stuff that you always figure, no, no, now he'll sort of... He does briefly, but then he goes back to... Uh, he reverts back to old old ways. Yeah, he's like Mr. Burns. <laughs> Mr. Burns. It's like when Mr. Burns changes, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, I changed, but I'm I've changed back. Like exactly. all people have changed. Exactly, I changed back to who I was before I changed. <laughs> when he was no longer nice. Oh yeah, that's when he was running the the, the recycling was deep like the, depot with Lisa. And he yeah. sold her. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Way to go, Burns. It's also the Alien episode. Oh yeah, good call. When he's all high. He's oh, like, yeah. I bring you peace yeah, and love. Yeah, when he's going in the forest. I bring you peace and, <laughs> and love. love. Mo's like, he brings peace and love. Get him. <laughs> um, and then at the end, though, when the glow wears off, he's like, I don't bring you peace and love. I bring you pestilence <laughs> and death. <laughs> he's like, I don't bring you peace and love. <laughs> I bring you pestilence. I do like Dwight Howard tonight. I'm not ready to bet. Uh, I don't want to lay the 11 and a half, though. I know you've been. I'm looking at the over in this Lakers Pistons game. That's you, the one that catches my eye. You here. and Sincato will have a lineup, but I'm I'm looking at Julius Randle at $7,900. His production seems pretty decent. Yeah. What do you think about that play? Rand- 41, 38, 46, 35, and a half. Pretty consistent. Randle's good a numbers. Stud. Randall's a stud. Yeah, he's got 22 boards the last. Okay, he's, he's doing his thing. Like, the only thing that. is, now he's so expensive. I know, he's 7,900. That's the problem. That, you know, you basically need 45 yeah. he, to make. It worth he used it. to be a real value play. Yeah, that's the problem. These guys, uh, the, the stock goes up big I think, time. I think a guy tonight could be Caldwell Pope. Caldwell Pope. Cal, Caldwell Pope, $6,200. Mm. I've got a few. I, I put together a lineup already. How's my NASCAR uh, lineup doing? I got A.J. Allmendinger. Allmendinger's He's in ninth. currently in ninth. Yep. He started 25th. That's not a bad play. Yep. I've got Kyle Busch. Second. Started second is in second right now. Austin Dillon not doing any, any favors. No, Dillon's in uh, 31st. Yeah, he, he started 12th. He's one of those guys. Denny Hamlin. Nice pick, Denny Hamlin. Hamlin's got, in old 12th. He's got me 74 DK points because he's led 111 laps, which is pretty nice. Jimmy Johnson. Ah, that wasn't uh, a good pick. Where's he? He's 14th, but he's only got 36 DK points. Yeah. And I rolled the dice with Daryl Wallace Jr., and uh, I don't know what happened to Wallace. I don't know if he crashed or I missed it. But uh, I think he's been, like, laps down and stuff like that. <laughs> There's 17 laps to go. You need your boy, Kyle Busch, oh, to make a move. No, this is yeah. It's going to come right down to the wire, buddy. <laughs> hey, we're going to turn it up there, buddy. <laughs>
We'll be like Cicada. Cicada yeah. doesn't yeah. turn his TV down no, when Cicada, he comes on the radio. No, I, I always think he's got like, like kind no, of piano. He's, he's, he's in a piano he's, bar, he but it's just turn. at home. Yeah. Cicada's like watching Wheel of Fortune in the background <laughs> and stuff when he joins us. He doesn't turn it down. <laughs> I love you hear it in the back. Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. Cicada's talking to us. I think he's writing it down. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's playing along. He's like, damn, man. man. He does a lot of things in the day, though. Like how many lineups that guy puts together? It's it's pretty impressive. Well, Cicada's a hardworking man. He sure is. In between all the peeping and drafting, I don't know where he finds the time. I don't think he sleeps. He's like you. He goes to a little power nap in the coffin. Cal Bush. Cal Bush, he's coming on. He is coming on. Like, you're right. He's He's been waiting. He's lingering. No, he's like Tony. He's creeping. I just watch him. He's, he's been, been waiting. waiting for his move. It's like watching Coughlin Diamond right now. Uh, Who's going to race tomorrow? Yeah, I'm actually uh, really excited about tomorrow's race game. You know what I say before? But this time, I've been looking at the statistics and numbers. It's slowly, slowly getting better. Next race or the race after. He's going to shock the world and win, and I, we're going to be and we're going to be on it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I like Boyer in this race too. He's leading. Yeah, Boyer. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. What was Boyer at? Come on, man. What was Boyer at? What was his odds? I know he was like About eight, six eight, to one, yeah, eight to one, seven to one, or something. I wish I had Bubba, John, uh, Bubba Watson. That's the problem, man. It's Come always, on, man. We're always there. We're Let's always get there. that Eminem car oh, home, man. Love, love that that Eminem. Uh, when we were in Vegas, those NASCAR coats they took it up Can't a notch. Still there. Oh, uh, what? We debated whether to buy one again when we were uh, there. No, still there. Is, we never pull the trigger. Remember, we were in Charlotte. That's one of those deals. We were going to go see Mike. Oh, you were there. I was with Mike Dicka. Those were great coats. Like we were sitting in the Charlotte airport. I went to Bojangles Chicken and Biscuits. We see those coats. We talk about it. We talk about it. just lost. He just lost a ninth of a second. Uh, Freaking Boyer, man. His car's fast. Yeah, things are... And you know what I hate, though? You got these other stooges and jabronis in the way here. <laughs> stooges and jabronis. <laughs> you got these other jabronis in the way. Who's like, sponsored by Kroger Supermarkets like they've, there? They've been lapped. They've been lapped. Yeah, you I know, know what like, I mean? No, so like, get like, out of the way. It's like, dude, man, like, I'm trying to win the race here, and, like, you're in my way. Exactly. You know? like, bro, you, I've already lapped you. Get out of the way. Like, they will, they'll get out of the way. Like, I hope so. They will. He's only like he's he's actually real close, but man. Bush, yeah, but you notice like he's got traffic. To I know he does. I know. You know, he's got to make a move. Like the dude in the middle, the it's, dude in the middle is a pain in the ass here. It's like, bro, you're not even in the freaking race. Get out of the way. The 14 car. Yeah. Yeah, he's really pissing you off. <laughs> well, he's not. He's not blocking Kyle right now. It looks like the one car. One car's on. He's got smoke. Yeah, one one car's got some issues here. Oh yeah, he's str he's struggling. Get off the track, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real dick. You move. said it it's though. It's a dick move to cause a restart. You said now it. If you're out of the race. The way they change the cameras in the sports enough to make me like barf. Like this yeah, camera, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, all right. Nice, yeah, bye, 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 nice, one. nice job. At least he he knew he was like all right. I, I don't know. This Boyer's mo he's motoring, Gabe. Like he's not slowing down. No, he's fast. He's pulling away. Yeah, he's, he's, he is. No, nah, he's pulling away. Bush is, like, losing. Come on, Bush. Get there. He can't catch him. You don't think so? No. He's just, Seven to go? He's just too far. Yeah. Boyer's just... What was Blaney at the start of the race? He's in third. Was he a big dog? Blaney was in, like, 20 like to 1. 20, 30, yeah. Well, it's not, not bad. <laughs> All right. He's going to make his one final move, buddy. One, here comes. one kick here he, at the can. Here he comes. Here he comes. Yeah. here he comes. He's trying. He is trying. Big time. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. Come on, Kyle. Basically, I need Boyer to hit the wall or do yeah, something. Slow here. down, make a bad move. Yeah, you need a miracle. I buddy. need the same thing that they had to kill that Rolling Stone uh, journalist, uh, Michael Hastings. <laughs> they took control of his car. 
Really? Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Allegedly. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, uh, both starts between Cup Series. He's, he's a second and change behind, so we'll see. It's it's Boyer. not over yet. But it's been 190, 190 races since Boyer's won. Really? You, you don't so he wants it. He can taste it. He's right. He's right there. He's gonna win. Yeah, he, he is gonna win, buddy. He is gonna win. Kyle Bush. I have Kyle Bush. He's gonna finish second. I'm so sick. What of was crap. True X? He's in every fourth. damn week, man. I just gotta start betting like yeah. Top threes. Yeah. Even even if you're gonna get plus like plus one twenty five so or whatever. Yeah, it, it is. always happens. That's the thing. When I'm doing golf now, like I almost want to take top fives and tens because you know it's just your guy's gonna let you down on like, the side. Bush. He's only no. He's actually gaining ground. He was one point one four. Now he's one point one. Yeah, yeah no, no, only three same laps. thing. Same thing. He's yeah. He's not gonna catch. Right, come on, I need one of these guys to get get out of the way. No, like, no, no, like cause boy your problem. Oh yeah, actually they are kind of boxing him in a bit. Yeah, yeah come on, Kyle, you got to do this. This is your chance now. Yeah, he's got he's got traffic issues, man. Yeah, these guys they should be getting. Come out. on, get up there. Oh, here we go. Two to go. Two to go. Final lap. Yep. Here he comes, Kyle. He's but coming, but might be too, too yeah, little, too late. No, no, this he, guy's in his way, though. We'll see. Dude, dude, hold on, hold on, hold everything here. No, no, it's over. Kyle just couldn't. He was getting, yeah, not enough time. Needed a few more laps. Yeah, lesson learned, buddy. More top threes, more top fives get paid. Clint Boyer. Boyer. There he goes. Spin out smoke. Clint Boyer. Boyer. Clint Boyer. Wins Martinsville. Kyle Bush finishes second. <laughs> Ryan Blaney third. Truex Jr. fourth. Kevin Harvick fifth. Logano sixth. Bowman seventh. Almondinger, nice pick by me, eight. Elliot, nine. Keselowski, ten. Unofficial results. Game time decisions continues. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Just me, these yeah. commercial breaks. Oh, yeah, I don't know if we can make it to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be careful what we eat before the I show know. starts. You know what? No fiber before shows. I'm going to eat a big brick of cheese before I go on the air. I actually have two pieces of pizza in that box. For me? Yet, uh, full disclosure, I ordered the pizza last night. I'll eat it. I forgot to put it in the fridge I two don't, slices after. I don't care. You're, 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 you know right. what? Your condo's at a pretty good, uh, the studio's at a really nice uh, temperature right now. Cool. Yeah, it is true. Like, it's not like in the I summer. looked at them. They're still you know good. Check, bring them on the air here. Will, see, on. see what you say. We'll give the, give the review of the pizza. So, yeah. I ordered a pizza last night. I ate most of it. Oh, yeah, I had a pizza. 
And for some reason, I'm stupid, and I forgot to put the rest in the fridge. It's definitely eatable. A basic, it's going to taste good, too. It's a, a basic cheese? Yeah, double cheese. Cam, Cam, Cam didn't hesitate sampling it right now. Thumbs up. It's delicious. Great call on the double cheese, too. Fantastic. That's a nice piece, Marcy. You have one yourself, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. You're cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. When I order pizza, I order two types. I either go for, like, the, you know, I'll get the pepperoni, the standard sort of pepperoni, pepperoni, extra cheese, onions, green peppers, or whatever. Oh, that's when you want the deluxe. Yeah. But you go simple with the or, cheese. Yeah. Like, I usually have about two pizzas a week. You know, I have one sort of, with, you know, let's get a bunch of toppings on it and stuff. And then uh, I like to have a standard uh, extra cheese pizza once a you, week. That extra cheese pizza is fantastic. Yeah, you're right. Nice and simple. The thing is, the one layer of cheese wouldn't be enough. Not it enough. needs double. It needs double. I'm with you. That's yeah. a good that's the a good the pie. The Pizza Nova extra cheese. Yeah, they do a good job. I'll give them, I'll give them credit. I'm a Pizzaville guy, but you yeah, know It's what? a little pricey, though, getting extra yeah, cheese. It is. It's like 10 bucks oh, for a medium you, pizza. Did you hear what happened when I went wild on the guy from Domino's? I, they had a, a four-ingredient four walk-in, right? So I go double. <laughs> I go double. No, they charge extra. Yeah. I go double cheese. Uh, pepperoni sauce. Or pizza, pizza they go, won't do it They either. go that six ingredients. They go, I, I said that's four. They go double cheese counts as two or th some places charge them as three ingredients. It's ridiculous. I'm like, screw you, man. It's a one ingredient upgrade. <clears throat> because, yeah, Pizza Nova has the walk-in special. Uh, medium pizza, $8.99 for, for pepperoni, one topping. So I tell them I don't want the pepperoni. Extra I want extra cheese, cheese they, instead. And they say no. No complaints. No, their Pizza Nova does it. No problem. Oh, okay. That's good then. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good game. Yeah, but Domino's doesn't. I know. Uh, pizza Pizza used to, yep. and they didn't because I used to get the extra cheese as one of the extra toppings. Uh, I'll give credit to Papa John's. Papa John does. They do it too? Yeah, like uh, so when you order a four-topping pizza or three-topping pizza. Extra you, cheese is one ingredient. That's one that's of the toppings. It should be. It's, that's an ingredient. Cheese is there. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So I'm paying a, I'm, yeah. a brick of cheese? Pizza Hut, no. No, they, they're, they're two ingredients. Pizza Hut asked me if I want. I, I tried. I ordered Pizza Hut last week. I hit the extra cheese thing, and it popped up. Uh, $2.79 yeah, more. Yeah, I know. So yeah, I hit yeah, the yeah, decline. Yeah. No. Decline, yeah, decline, yeah. decline. Not redeemed, decline. <laughs> no. No, I'm with you. I will say this about Pizza Pizza, though. That Wing Street, their Wing Street wings, they actually deep fry them. A lot of the places bake the wings, and they're they're not very good. Yeah, so. they, they, okay, boneless, all, the boneless bites from Pizza Hut uh, chicken, very good. Oh, and their wings are good, too. Yeah, their chicken products, I'll give a thumbs up, too. Great pizza, though. So you went to Kentucky Fried Chicken uh, last night? I did. Late night hours. Oh, yep. There's nothing in the fridge. And our boy Alex uh, Alex Smith, uh, hockey capper, uh, SBR, um, he was uh, he tweeted out the other day. He's like, man, this is why Canada doesn't have the problems USA does because KFC delivers in Canada. Of course we do. He was very upset that, uh, like, he was very jealous that uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken does not offer delivery services uh, everywhere. They even accept coupons on delivery. They yeah. never used to. Yeah, that's a good little. Uh, Trust me. You I tell them before, I got the coupon, and you give them the number. Really? Huh? Yeah. Buddy, I guess why I gave you those coupon yeah. books. Like, I think I might order KFC after the show. Great call. No, I'm going to tell you. Ask me those coupons. I Let's will. See. What, yeah. what, 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 what I'll give you. I, a, I got one for you right now. Let's see. What can I order? I think you got the four piece. Chicken what, is there fries. a minimum order or something no, like that? I, I got order. It, it, it might be a minimum, minimum order, but I'm thinking. I'm thinking four piece and fries is just a single one, or you can go for the nine piece. I got extra coupons in my bag too. If you want to upgrade to a family, I got a nine, a twelve, and a fourteen piece coupon. 
This party pack looks pretty good. It is good. And remember, you got to tell them or else they're going to charge you. The good- 25, that's 25 pieces of chicken. I don't need 25. No, that's a lot. You don't even need 25 No, I, I go, you know what I go for? The 12 or 14 to have leftovers. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. You want the 12. I can't do anything less than that. I want to I see chicken the next day. When I go to KFC. What, do you order three? Yeah, that's like, that's different. I don't do anything that way, Gabe. Got to have extras. But I will tell you what happens. When I go to KFC, day. though... Um, I, I get the Taco Bell as well because the, the one downtown here is combined. So I'll get usually I'll get the two piece meal KFC and a, and a everything. couple tacos. But then on top of it, yeah, I'll get like, like uh, I can't lie though, big burrito or something else and tacos to go along with it. I've been from every, probably, but I'm always still yeah, hungry. I'm, I've been to every KFC from here to like you know to Florida, and I'll tell you that KFC by our studio, the closest one to you, is one of the worst Kentucky Fried Chickens in North America by far. It sucks. So inconsistent. They, they're greased. Like I get soggy chicken. Like they don't know what they're doing over there. Like no. I, if I was the president of KFC. I'd have a little chat. It's either it's either undercooked or overcooked. overcooked. Yeah, don't you guys know? (laughs) Hey, there's this. Hey, it's either undercooked where it's like you guys like on on the two dollar day. They oh, have, it's Tootie like Tuesday. Two, two yeah. Actually, Tuesday. it's like up to four bucks. Yeah, now, it's not so. Tootie Tuesday anymore. So, yeah. So, but on that day, KFC, they don't cook it. They leave it out for two seconds. It's gross. And it's like they pile it out. It's all greasy and soggy. Yeah. And then, on like, you go in on a regular. Like, yeah, you walk in, and basically, we're talking about downtown Toronto in a shady part of town. Yep, it is shady. <laughs> you go in there on a regular day. And the Taco Bell isn't bad because they actually have to make it. But the KFC, like you said, the chicken's just been sitting there. It's all dry and like it's gross. Like, you know what the problem is? When you're cooking with oil, it's yeah, a very simple camp, tip. It's got to be so but hot. But camp fast food is better in the suburbs. I agree. It just Great is. call. Yeah, you said it. it. Just you, is. you go to Mississauga or you go anywhere around? Yep, suburbs. Any, yeah, you're right. you, go, you go to any sub, you know, suburb. You go in downtown. Like, you know, downtown, thing. too much uh, people around. And a McDonald's on Young Street. It's like the worst McDonald's in, like, North America. Same thing. One in Vegas is pretty good. I ate a KFC in Minneapolis, actually. Was it fantastic? It was terrible. Oh, it was terrible, too. Yeah. Big city. It was greasy, and uh, it was just, it seemed sleazy. <laughs> sleazy chicken? Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't worry, I got other ones for the you, KFC too. KFC in Costa Rica? Awesome. Perfect. No, awesome. I guess chicken is their national dish. Like, that's, you, you can't mess around with chicken there. No, you can't. They have a higher grade. Yeah, so it doesn't taste like rubber. Yeah, no, no. It it's was, not, it it was real it. chicken. Yeah, like, you open it up, it's like nice white meat flaking. Yeah, I like that. It was crazy, too. It was packed KFC, and um, it's like upscale. Like, it was the nicest KFC. Like, you go to dinner there. You just don't pick up chicken. Dude, there was, like, hot chicks on dates and stuff. Amazing. You know what I mean? Well, I really like Costa Rica. Yeah, and it was like a, um, you know, it was like kids and, like, teenagers, but after the club and stuff. But yep. it was packed. But it was nice. Like, it, like they had blues and, like, uh, like Wi-Fi. Very state-of-the-art. Like, very futuristic. Like, people think the rest of the world, like, you think, oh, Costa Rica is going to be, like, some outpost. But No, their KFC is like, five-star. Yeah, you're in Central America, and there's, like, parts where it's older and stuff. But they got modern stuff, man. Like, the KFC, yeah, it was, like, this futuristic big, uh, yeah. so what, what can I order? If you don't, right. no, but I, I also brought another coupon book for you. On the other side, I'll give you the other one because I got some other uh, interesting family meals or whatever. But I don't know how many pieces of chicken you want. You can either go uh, four I think there's nine. All right, this this one's looking pretty good here. What the four piece and fries? Four piece chicken, individual and fries. Seven dollars sixty nine cents. Sounds pretty good. I don't think that delivery's got to be over. I think it might have to be over like a certain 15? amount. Of, I'm thinking ten or fifteen bucks. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's fine because uh, maybe get something else on the side. I'll get a large macaroni salad on the side. Perfect. That'll bump it up to three bucks. Yeah, and maybe you know what? And I'll throw throw in a piece of pie. And and you know what? How about a little gravy too? You got to get the gravy. You need the gravy. Yeah. Let me tell you what happened last night. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? I'm going to order the four piece chicken. Yep. Individual fries. Yep. Plus a large macaroni salad. Beautiful. And a uh, large gravy. Okay. And a piece of strawberry cheesecake. Oh, wow. That, now you're really going for it. I think that's a delivery call. Yeah. I think you're going to get over. you got to get over the number with that. I want to order it now. So do honest. I. I'm starving, man. I'll tell you, that's one thing about being in the studio. Like, it's hard to get out, you know? With these, with these breaks, I don't know where we can go. Like, you, you can't even go to the balcony. I just gave you pizza. <laughs> it was delicious. Thanks. Did you eat both slices? No, no, no. I want to save one for you. But if no, you're not no, gonna, no, oh, no. I'm going to order KFC. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Let me tell you what happened last night. So uh, I was wandering around town on the Dundas area, and I realized the KFC closed in about six minutes. I roll in there. Perfect time to go. I wanted. What'd you do? Tell him. Come on, give me a little no, bit more. I wanted a nine-piece family meal. That's what I usually get. I eat four or five, and then so keep the rest for whatever. So your individual sort of KFC run is generally goes, nine. nine and she goes, sir. Yeah, they know me too. They're like, they give me the wave. She goes, sir. We only have six pieces of chicken, and it's going to be a mix of uh, uh, the spice oh, and whatever. Okay. I go. No, oh. I go. Yeah, it's a little bit disappointing, you know. But I go. Let's talk. Uh, how about we make a deal? Because I really wanted nine pieces. She goes, okay. So I basically I walked in there, Gabe. For the same price as the nine-piece fries and gravy, Ooh. I got tenders, all the leftover tenders, seven of them, popcorn chicken, two salads, a macaroni, <laughs> and a coleslaw. Not done. Chicken, the, the chicken strips, and a mix of a hot and spicy so and you whatever. just cleaned out all the chicken they had left. I got $50 worth of product for like eleven ninety nine. It was it was it was unbelievable. Now I realize I go, you gotta go to restaurants late because if they if you can make a deal with them and they don't have enough chicken, they'll throw out all the other stuff that they got just to make you happy as you uh, become a repeat customer. <laughs> Is that not beautiful? Like, oh yeah, and sorry, I forgot to and mashed potatoes. They gave me extra sides. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> is that not a good move? Like you got you gotta you gotta do it, man. I'm telling you. Late night places like that yeah. always go before they close. That's the key. You get full, full meal value there. Anyway, that's my story. I'm gonna have this other piece of pizza too. KFC. KFC. DFS. Big KFC. Hey guys, what's your take on White Castle? I had it for the first time uh, last uh, last year. Worst fast food ever. I'll agree. White Castle. I'll agree. I've been to White Castle before. I know they made a movie, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. <laughs> White Castle's equivalent, but uh, basically it's burgers with sawdust in it. They have the when I was at the El Cortez, they used to have White Castle Day where they come in and give you free burgers while oh, you're yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I like, and me, I'll eat I'll eat I'll eat wood. <laughs> it was gut rot. So you're about, saying that White Castle's worse than Jack in the Box? Yes, definitely. Definitely. White Castle is probably the lowest grade of fast food going. And if anybody's the president of White Castle, you know, we're not going to say sorry. Improve your product. Cardano's going to call, guys, guys, I'm in I'm talks with White Castle. Yeah. And then, then we pulled across the the burgers are the best. Don't That's before we met them. <laughs> <laughs> They're new and improved. Um, a place, uh, White Castle, no, no. White Castle, uh, I never went to White Castle I've in been, Vegas. I think there are a few of them, but like you've you been said, to, you've I, been to Carl's Jr. 
Carl's Jr. is damn good. I know it is. Carl, Carl's Jr. is good. You know what Carl's Jr. didn't work here. I lived near a Carl's Jr. in Vegas, actually, and I didn't go in that often. It's a good It's a good place. But I actually regretted it. There was a few times I ate it after. I was like, damn, it's actually pretty good. Don't <laughs> like, hear what happened? <laughs> Carl's Jr., they actually put one up by Morency Studio. You know what the problem was? Because it's really big down in California, whatever. So the first day, people lined up. They're in Toronto, like 100 people, two lines deep. After that? Nothing. It was just like, hey, it's Carl's Jr.'s coming. They're already done. Hey, eh? like they did. They didn't yeah, make it's it. Strange. They la- they left it here because the, their price point was too high here. Yeah. Like you don't want to pay. Like they have a, they have custom burger shops where you're paying like sixteen, seventeen dollars for a combo. I'm not paying seventeen dollars for a burger, fries, and a drink. Sorry, I don't care how good it is. You ever eaten at uh, Long John Silver's? I have. I ate at Long John Silver's uh, in Vegas. Not very good. Fish. Long John Silver's is probably the lowest grade of fish. Yeah. It's basically the White Castle of seafood places. Like I was sort of, I was, you know, I knew I wasn't getting gourmet. No, here, but, but I, it, you know, it's, yeah. it's bottom of the. Like place. I didn't finish no. it. It was one of those it's deals gross. where I was like, oh god. Yeah, the fish is just saturated in grease. It yeah, sucks. it was. Fries yeah. are gross. And, and, I, and I have pretty low expectations for yeah. fish and chips, but even me, I was like, yeah. I'm going to tell you, though. Like, I, went, I didn't go back. I had a Ponderosa buffet at, like, eleven ninety nine, and I really enjoyed it that one time. There used to be one down the street from me. I know Ponderosa? Like, yeah, everyone's like, oh, it's ghetto. No, it's not. They had a good salad bar. Ponderosa was pa- good. Ponderosa salad bar was fine. Ponderosa was fine. hasn't been in business in, like, 20 years. Now. I really used to like it, though. Why did they go out of business? It was good. Now, I guess Golden Corral is kind of the new uh, trendy buffet. Yeah, it's like a high school cafeteria. Yeah, and I never see any. I don't know. There's go well. Listen, there's none here. I don't know, man. I'm always I'm on the East Coast or I'm on the West Coast. So I'm not I'm not in the Heartland. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's Golden Golden Corral seem to be in the South. Yes. Yes. Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, yeah. Spokes- yeah, he's pimping Golden Corral. Yeah. All you can eat. If if you if you have a bunch of locations in Connecticut, Jeff Foxworthy's <laughs> not your spokesman. Right, like they have they have locations in Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia. <laughs> exactly. Like that's why that's Jeff Fox in Maine. There are other <laughs> there are other guys. Larry the Cable Guy. Hi, I'm Larry the Cable Guy. I like Golden Corral, and they're you know I love their their steak. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. Is there a golden Foxworth? Is there a Golden Corral in like New York City? No. I, I had a guy on on the Atlanta Falcons that owns a. Uh, a golden corral. I bet they do well. I asked him. I said, if I come down to your location, well, can I eat for free? He's like, of course oh, yeah, you yeah. can. Yeah. It's only like twelve ninety nine for a buffet. When I used to live in Los Angeles, I used to go to Sizzler all the time. I don't mind Sizzler. Sizzler was pretty good. Not in business anymore. I don't know what it is, man. Buffets just don't seem to work. They work with me. They work with Chinese food only. Like there's the C- the uh, I think it's called CC's. It's pizza, pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, doesn't yeah. work. Their pizza sucks though. It's garbage. That's why it's a five ninety nine buffet. It's bread. It's breadsticks. It's not real pizza. Buffets can CC's work. CC's is nope. starting hey. to expand because they're they you know even listen. I used to, you know I, I love pizza. I never went in there. There was one right near my studio in Vegas. I never went to CC. You are right on one thing because I was like I don't want to eat a bunch of pizza. I just go order a pizza. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. But, but, but you're right. They've added salad and wings now. It works. You're a great point. It works with Chinese food. You know it also works with buffets. Are the best with seafood with king crab and mussels and stuff <laughs> like that. That's when you get your money's worth because if you bought that stuff individually, you're going to be broke. You got to go to a seafood buffet. Like, I'll go to a seafood buffet, thirty nine ninety nine. all you can eat. You're damn right. And I'll hit the crab legs hard. Man, you're like the sea captain. The Simpsons. Yar. <laughs> you're a bottomless pit. I am. A, did this man have enough? Yar, yar, yar. <laughs> this is the best lawsuit ever. The advertisement said all he could eat. Does this look like a man that can get all he can eat? And they're pulling him away. No, the sea captain was the best. Well, that, that's happened to you before. 
in which were you in a Chinese restaurant and Buddy came up and said, "Doll, you've been here three hours now. Like, come on, like, Buddy, like, basically." Oh yeah, like, yeah. No, I've never. I've been kicked out. It was a yeah. It was a KFT Taco Bell oh, buffet in Indiana. Oh, that's yeah. But you, yeah, you were showing up. Yeah, my buddy. You were building. You were building Bone stacks castle, yeah. of the bones. It was basically, you, you, you were crushing yeah. them and had. Yeah. Imagine you were playing the game Jenga with chicken bones instead of tiles. So, <laughs> so yeah. you literally had, like, just a stack of like yeah. carcass in front. Yeah. Of and the guy's like, sir, I think you've had enough. I'm like, not really. Or we're playing a game. He goes, you know, he goes, I don't mind if you eat, but this is like, this has got to go. You're out. Like, he just, he's disgusted. And I go, you know what? I was just proving a point. But anyway, I was sick for like four days after that. I was really stupid. <laughs> Eating KFC buffet is a very bad idea for your guts. But anyway, yeah. Pizza, Pizza Hut used to have a buffet. Yeah, I used to go all the time. Yeah, that it was, was actually good. a really good to, buffet. Yeah, they had a salad bar and pizza. Exactly. Soda, salad, and yeah. pizza. All, all, what was it like? It was very, it was cheap too. Yeah. I think it was what, like ten ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, I grew up. I remember the old days, like when I was a kid. That was the way Pizza Hut yeah. worked. I, I know Pizza Hut used to be a buffet. They'd shop. have it all out, different I, styles of pizza. That's what made you them chose good. your pizza and a salad. And you change? sat down. Yeah, they should have. Nobody else does it. I want a buffet. I want a salad bar. What about like Kramer's idea where uh, you get to make your own toppings, you make your own pizza? Yeah, <laughs> no, let them do it. I like Kramer's ideas, but that one, no. Kramer's better idea was uh, just the peanut butter and jelly sandwich restaurant. Correct. I said the same thing. I said, open up a restaurant and all you sell grilled cheese sandwiches, peanut, peanut butter, butter and jam. jelly. And craft dinner, macaroni and cheese. Ooh. And people are like, no one's going to pay for that in a restaurant. I'm like, guaranteed it. You'd will. be surprised. Hungover kids and people, oh, yeah. People be like, man, I'm going for a PPPJ. <laughs> you make it all custom and yeah. you put it on fancy bread so hipsters like Florio bite. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. I think I'm going to order Thanks for the pie, buddy. That's a real, I know, I really enjoyed it. Kim was complaining about being hungry. I said, oh, you got the other piece. He didn't even remember eating them both. I don't. Nothing there. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to order this uh, KFC. I don't know, probably uh, during the commercial break around 6 p.m. Yeah, so. yeah, and when it comes so just I wait the games. Till 7, yeah. I got to wait too exactly, long Exactly, exactly. I'm going to order around 6.30 or so. I like that call. Yeah. Four-piece fries with four, some sides. Four-piece uh, fries, yeah. So Cam just ate the pizza raw. It was out all night, but that's all right. And you know what? There's no problem with it. Dude, I got that at uh, about uh, 10 o'clock or 9 o'clock last night. I've done a hell of a lot more dangerous stuff than that with food. Yeah, exactly. I'm not worried about it at all. People worry. You know what? And the thing is about exp- a lot of uh, expiration dates, they're just there for companies uh, legalese. Like, you exactly. know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, they, like, they build in a couple uh, of days of course, a week, yeah. a week or two. It's like, it's like for me, I like uh, 2% milk, but people who drink skim milk is made of water, so it lasts longer. Like Expiration dates are just things that are a guide. That's basically how I look at it. Like I've had mayonnaise before, like way past the expiration date. Just smell it, man. It's fine. Just, hey, I know you're playing 
dealing with tires Thomas sometimes. Dolby blinded yeah. by science. Yeah. Science! 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 She blinded me with science. <laughs> Take us out with that song later, Flora, if you can. Great song. Science! Or Thomas Dolby, science. It's that tip of the night. If you're reheating pizza in a microwave... Put a uh, glass of water, yep, big glass of water in the microwave uh, with the pizza, and uh, the crust will not get soggy. Great call. Yep, you're too. But don't blast it. You're saying like 40 seconds. Yeah, a minute or whatever. A minute yeah. tops. Like just, yeah, you yeah, can't well, do it for it, 10 it, minutes. It won't completely absorb. I mean, exactly. Uh, but it, it works. But no, it really does. Camera too, Drew. Drew. Hey, he's even his little millennial tricks. Yeah, you know the kid said about three thousand stupid things uh, over the years uh, when we worked with him on a daily basis. <laughs> Uh, but we'll give him credit. He was right about water in the microwave. He watches that show with those yeah. two turkeys that basically yeah. test everything out. Uh, yeah. He watches the nerds. Yeah, the nerds. Nerd nerds. Oh. The nerd. Those nerds know how to reheat a pizza. Nah, the nerds are smarter than you and I are. <laughs> you think? Yeah, of course. Nerds don't have the debt that we but do. But know what nerds don't do? Negotiate like we do. Daily Roto, dominate DraftKings and FanDuel Major League Baseball contest this summer with Daily Roto's MLB projections and optimizer. Go to dailyroto.com slash premium and save 10% with the promo code FNTSY to use all the same tools and projections that millionaire maker Drew Dinkmeyer uses. The tools just don't work for football. This is the same site that Drew used last year. Uh, for last year's top $550,000 DraftKings live final finish. So head over to dailyroto.com slash premium. Save 10% off with the promo code FNTTSY and see the results for yourself. If you're going to be playing uh, daily uh, DFS uh, baseball, you're going to need these uh, tools and weapons to help you compete uh, with the Dink Myers uh, of the world. And uh, if you're if you're better as well, you can never have too much uh, information, specifically when it comes to props and fantasy matchups and even betting and pitching matchups. So uh, the Major League Baseball season starts on a Thursday. Uh, I'm looking at uh, looking at some of the storylines coming into the year. Seems to be uh, centered around the New York Yankees yep. and the power that they have. Uh, Cam with uh, with Sanchez, Stanton, and Judge. Are you buying into the New York Yankees, or do you think the Boston Red Sox will win the American League East? I'm not going to buy into the Yankees. Just with the porch, the dimensions of that stadium, and the guys they have hitting, it's going to be ridiculous. Lots of overs in that game. We're going to see overs, I think, kind of like, like almost they're, they're the only, Colorado times. They're plus 110, the Yankees, to win the division. The Red Sox are plus 180. And then uh, the rest, no chance. Blue Jays, plus 600. Nope. Plus 600. They should be plus 15, uh, yeah, like 15 to 1. 600. Are you nuts? Yeah, you're exactly right. Like, if I'm making the yeah, odds like, here, no, I make me. the Toronto Blue Jays 16 to 1. Yeah, or even realistic, like if you don't want to do it that way, like 10 or 11. They're not 6 to 1. Like, Tampa, not 6 to 1. Tampa's 14 to 1. Yeah, exactly. Baltimore, 20 to 1. Yeah, how are the Blue Jays uh, better than... I don't understand the uh, fascination that the odds makers have with this Blue Jay lineup. I know. Like and that. we don't even know, but the, the thing about the pitching is you got Strowman, right? He got banged up earlier. Nobody knows. If Sanchez comes back, sure, it's going to be. Yeah, when has he stayed healthy? He had the blister issue before. And all of a sudden, uh, what, Jay Happ's the next coming of Cy Young? Like, there's a lot of questions there. And then you look at the bats on the team. I don't know, man. They got a lot of older guys who are breaking down, too. It I, remains I, I, 81 and a half. I'd still take the under. It remains I think 81 they win and a half. I think they win mid-70s. Yeah, I don't think they... I think at best they're 81 and 81. At best. I think they're more of like a low, like 73, 75 win team. Their lineup doesn't suck. It's okay. One thing we can't say, I think the overs are going to be a play in Blue Jay games this year. Think about when you play the East. Look at these teams, like Yankees, Blue Jays games, Boston. The Blue Jays Jays can mash. They've got some guys that can hit. Yeah, they they still got guys who can hit the ball. And uh, uh, Smoke had a great year. He's coming off a career year. They got guys with power, but I don't know, man. 
I stand by this. I've, I've said this many, many times, and I stand by it. The Toronto Blue Jays, under 81 and a half wins. Yes. You got to be real patient. We got to do that later on the, this week at our wins totals uh, for for baseball and stuff like that. I'm doing so, it right now. Yeah, nice. nice. Well, I, I've already <laughs> taken I've already taken the Phillies over and the White Sox over, and the lines have moved both. Like especially the Phillies. Yeah, a lot of people are on the Phillies. I got them at a better. Number. Phillies are up to seventy six yeah, and a half right now. Way lower than that. Uh, I think the Philadelphia Phillies. Well, seventy four and a half. Yeah, that's seventy five. That's what I got. Seventy four and a half. I think the Philadelphia Phillies will bring Tony Sincotti in on this on this little baseball conversation we're having. We're going to take on Odell Beckham, but. Looking at the Philadelphia Phillies guys, they bring in Carlos Santana. Yep. Uh, this uh, Hoskins kid. I mean, if you look at the projections and you know what he did last year, uh, eighteen home runs and two hundred and twelve, um, two hundred and twelve at bats. We'll see if he can continue. Look we, at the division too, buddy. That some of the teams aren't that good. They'll get wins there. Exactly. Like it's, it's a really good spot for Philadelphia. No, I, I like the over seventy six and a half. Um, you know, you've got some power in the lineup. You bring in Carlos Santana. You've got Hoskins. You sign Jake Arrieta. Uh, you've got Aaron Nola. Um, you know, you got uh, you got Nick Williams, Kingery, Crawford. You've got some players on this. I think Philadelphia is uh, they're up and coming, and uh, this is the year they uh, definitely go over the number. Let's bring in uh, the Tony Sincata uh, right now. Are you buying or selling the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, Tony? I'm not as optimistic as you two are because you, you mentioned all. The, I think their offense is great, and I think they play in a great offensive ballpark. Uh, but the problem I have is is Jared Eikhoff, Vince Velasquez, and Nick Pavetta, the rest of the rotation. Yeah. Velasquez will surprise you, Tony. <laughs> he's, no, he's the key. He, no, actually, he's, the key. he's He's all right. He's been, That's what I'm saying. He's yeah, been, yeah, he's I'm okay. down. If yeah. he pitches well, they go over 80. If he doesn't pitch, they need one of those guys to come through. What do you think of the Jake Arrieta uh, situation? He's, he's 32 years old. And he's been going Ar- downhill the last couple of years. Though. I know. I he's, know. He's, he's I know. Have dead arm, right? He did. Yeah. So what do you make? Uh, so what they gave him a, a $75 million, $25 million a year deal. $25 million per year, three Ooh. years. He better have something yeah, left yeah, in yeah, the tank exactly. at that money. Yeah, you look at what he's done, right? So last year, 2017, he pitched 168 innings, 197, 229. So he's banged out a lot of innings. The K per nine was at 8.71 last year. So th- that's not bad. But it not just bad. seems like, like we don't have the same pitcher that we had. And the velocities from, from 92 miles an hour, his average fastball, back when he was in his heyday, of course, was 2015. He was at 94.6. And then I try to find something else to see if there's any medical issues here. And he threw a cutter 29% of the time in that 2015 season. He only threw it 14% of the time last season. Tells me something's hurting there. You know what, though? Good observation, Tony. That's could good be, stuff. Could be sort of like Verlander in a sense, though. And with Verlander. A, got a second wind? Got a second wind. And you look, uh, Tony, Arietta last year, 6-3, and 2-2-8 two, two, uh, earned run average, 1.09 whip in uh, 12 second-half starts last year. So in the second half of the season, he did pitch well. Well, sometimes that's distorted in baseball. Like it, it's good to see. It'd be if he had a four ERA, it would be the earn, the, yeah. The earned run average isn't really, or the WHIP isn't that deceptive. You know. Well, well, no, what I'm saying is deceptive. Is September you could be playing all minor league teams. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, but the, you said, but Tony, you, to your point, saying, right, hey, Tony. we could win 80, but 74 and a half, getting the right side of the number, it's up to 76. Just of you That's why you got to bite on this stuff, Tony. If you like something early, you got to click it because <laughs> things, uh, things change. I'm looking if up the game. If the 10 games, you guys get 80. I'm looking up the game log right now for Arietta. Let's see who we pitched against in the second half of the season. <laughs> 
Do you have a piece of uh, Bubba Watson or anything, Tony, on the weekend? How did the bats and the fantasy go? I, I'm so pissed off at myself. Me too. I've been too. on Bubba well, Watson for three effing weeks, and I don't play this match <laughs> so, play. And and he comes through. I did horrible. And you know what's crazy is now I'm going to pay probably ten grand to have Watson in the month. I haven't looked at the uh, the salaries yet, but I'm sure I, I I like Bubba and the and the Masters to win actually. Great and, point, uh, Tony. I'm probably paying ten grand, and now I'm so I'm mad at myself. Sometimes you know what the athletes don't follow along with us, and sometimes Leonard Hamilton's fixing games, and other times <laughs> we just screw up. <laughs> yeah. Nice coach, Leonard Hamilton, coach of the year. So that guy's Bo- unbelievable. Boston or New York wins the American League East, or somebody I think, else. I think New York's going to win it, but the, the only thing I, that nobody talks about with the Yankees is that pitching staff is not great, and I, I, know. I would say it's not even average. But they're going to score, Tony. With the lineup, they're going to win those oh, games. You know, eleven to nine. And it's 10 the Yankees. Days, you know? They can go out and get the pitching when they need it. I'll right? say, I'll say it's better than average. Really, Severino. Severino is average. Yeah, but look at the rest yep. of them. Yep, I, I think he's great. I think he's okay. great. So, but only Sonny one Gray's, year. Sonny Gray's on the downslide. Uh, Sonny Gray's going to be fine. Yeah. Sonny, I like Sonny Gray. The thing with Sonny Gray is, guys. I think Sonny Gray's the type of guy that can win you 13, 14 games in a regular season. But when you're – this is where their trouble will come in the playoffs. Sonny Gray's not that guy that's going to win you two out of seven games in a series or two out of five games in a series. CeCe Sabathia, Tony, he's a question mark. No, just play yeah, – he'll pitch only a cut. Like, he'll be lucky to get through four or five innings in games, man. He looked good last year. No, Jeff. at the end – but Gabe, at the end, he tailed off again. The, the Sonny Gray and CeCe Sabathia, you look at these guys down the stretch, it's concerning. Thank God the Yankees got good bats because they're going to give up a hell of a lot of runs. Sonny Gray will be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing with uh, – Back Mr. off, Sonny. Sonny Gray. Gray. Sonny, Sonny Gray pitching one of the greatest pitches ballparks in baseball. Uh, yes. Right? Uh, no, now he no. goes to Yankee Stadium. His career home run to fly ball ratio was 11%. Now it's 15%. And I think that number goes up. That's a nightmare. Since you're dropping numbers, you're right, Tony. Um, you're a great point that you raised. He was pitching in Oakland. Now he's pitching at Fenway Park, at Camden Yards, yeah. at the Rogers Center, Every, all hitters parks. Exactly. Every single park in the American League East is bombs away. And we all knew, too, he didn't have good numbers at Yankee Stadium. No, he doesn't. His aggregate, 5-6-3 in uh, 13 career starts. That's uh, Sonny Gray. You listen, I'm not saying Sonny Gray's great. No. I mean, no but you'll win games because the bats. The whole 13 and 10. That team's all on Tanaka. Tanaka has to stay healthy. And he has to be dominant. There's a lot of ifs about their staff. You're right. But as you mentioned, the they have the money to get somebody if they want, yep. right? Yep. At, at the deadline. Some teams are going to fall out, and who's going to go get them? The so you think, you think they're better than Boston, huh? I think they'll be tight until the all-star break, and then the Yankees have uh, – they'll go and they'll pull away because they'll move Gleyber Torres. They'll move some of these young players. And they'll go out and get a stud pitcher. I took uh, D.D. Gregorius in my uh, fantasy like league that. yesterday. I thought you weren't going in fantasy baseball. You decided you changed your mind? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Too much pray. Come on, Morency. Put the check in the mail. Join the league. That's right. Commissioner Morency. Yeah. Oh, you're commissioner again, yeah. too. <laughs> that means that's great. Game he likes having control money. of the money. He loves it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, Tony. Yeah. I, 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 I told him, I go, you know, put the money in the same place. Nah, I think I'm just going to put this uh, uh, couple couple dimes on a Filipino basketball game think, late at night. I think I'm going to take the uh, Major League Baseball uh, fantasy money. Money's? And play Toronto Blue Jays under <laughs> 81 and a half. 
That's, see, people. No, but the thing, the thing is, that's though, what banks do, right? Banks no, invest your money. Exactly. So yeah. it's going to be an investment till the end of the year. I get yeah. paid. I pay you. Exactly. That's right. That's like how it works. Like, <laughs> is there something wrong, Tony, with me trying to make it? Really? No. No. I'm no. not doing anything an investor. I gotta be honest, Florence. I like when my commissioner doesn't spend the money. Well, like, you know what? what? He, he keeps it in the shoebox. No. no. That's not real no. life. There's a, no, there's a difference. Exactly. <laughs> and there's a difference, Tony. If the commissioner says, "Hey, great, I just." Got the uh, twelve hundred bucks for the league. Yeah. I'm going to the strip club, as opposed to no. The commissioner invested it in the stock yeah. market. I mean, I like a commissioner that you know is, is very businesslike. I think that's the way to go about it, and it's something yeah. that you know. Yeah, if the Blue Jays go over, you might as well have gone to a strip club. You're spending twelve hundred bucks anyway, right? The that's Blue the Jays are it. not going no, over. Uh, no, they're not. I, I, don't, I don't like them this year at all. All right, so yeah, the Blue Jays are eighty-one and a half. What do you think of the Blue Jays, Tony? You know, it's crazy. Is that I, I'm I'm actually start for people that know what's talk they're talking about. They like the Blue Jays' rotation, actually. And Stroman, of course, is banged up, but they, they think Aaron Sanchez. We haven't seen the best yep. of him. And so there's a lot of love for Aaron Sanchez. Jay Happ is, is a professional pitcher. That's we we know all about he Aaron Sanchez. We've been hearing Aaron yep. Sanchez is going to be the great next pitcher for I the three years. I, I and if Donaldson, the thing is, Tony, Donald, Smoke had a career year. I don't think he's going to do that again. Donaldson's injury pro- They got guys who are like geriatrics. They should be at the, the, the senior Kulowitzki. center. There. These guys are all broken down. But it's I think tough. people like the pitching staff there. Like, and the other one is Marco Estrada. They think because he stopped yeah. banging the reporter that all of a sudden the ball is going to stay in the ballpark. I don't know, man. Maybe his legs were tied last year, and maybe Mickey it's was true. right. And um, we, we know, know the reporter. We, 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 know, we know the person he banged. Yeah. I banged yeah. her, too. What's wrong with that? No, nothing wrong with that. She, she is very hot. Yeah, she's a very yeah. pretty girl. <laughs> she's a good reporter, too. Yeah, good reporter. Good reporter. All right, so... Uh, yeah, Tony's, Tony's like, Tony likes the investment angle, but he's not sure of the Blue Jays. So what do you think? Over, under 81 and a half wins for the I'm Blue Jays? I'm going under. I don't think they're that. I don't think yeah, they got to play the Red Sox, the yeah. Yankees. That's the vision. People forget about 19 times a game, and you're right about the batting order, right? Justin Smoke comes off 38 home runs. Let me tell you something. There is no way in hell Justin Smoke didn't use steroids. And I'm going to go over this in, in your mind. All right? Yeah, I'm like going to go over this. No, let's, let, let's just follow along with me. You're, a, you're, you're the number 10 pick in Major League Baseball. Yep. And you never make it. You're supposed to be the top prospect. At 30 years old, you're hearing in spring training the Blue Jays are thinking about cutting you. And all of a sudden, you know what? It's the end of the line. This is the career you chose. You grew your whole life to this. Why would you not take steroids at that point? I'm, I agree with you 100%, Tony. And you look at the numbers for his whole That's career. That's what I'm saying. Brutal. Like, you just, you just, and baseball is dirty. He's just getting a magic out of all of a like, sudden. Oh, my God. I'm a great hitter. I'm doing, if it, you don't at least try. He put a lot of hard work in. <laughs> Broke down a lot of tape, just like Eric Gagne did. <laughs> yeah, Eric Gagne. If you Eric, don't try. Eric, Eric, Eric Gagne, like, had a hard time, like, staying on the isotopes. Yeah. Like, the, the Dodgers farm system in Albuquerque, they were like, I don't know. His, ar- his arm was, like, like, we talked, yeah. like, dead a few times. And then he just decided, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe these steroids will help. Yeah, yeah they steroids. did. Steroids. They did. Now he's got, like, $68 million, and uh, he's drinking wine in Montreal as we speak. <laughs> Blue Jays are playing the Cardinals in Montreal tonight. Chicago Cubs, Boston Red Sox playing right now as we speak. Talk some DFS on the other side.